Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go. We are the Porch Factor. We will add your biological and technological listening to our channel. Your audio device will adapt to the service loss. Disconnecting is futile. Today's fresh favorites. Broad, 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 Broadcasting around the world on the World Wide Web. This is 7600 The Squawk. Here is your host. Oh snap. Oh snap. <laughs> Shit's about to go down. This week on the season finale of America. <laughs> Ain't that the fucking truth? So, as we're doing the intro here, welcome to the Porch Factor. I am Ron. And I'm Drew. And usually we have like two, maybe even three others with us. But today, that is not the truth. We may have one more coming at some point, but he's currently brewing beer, apparently, which is priorities, man. Legit on Tom. Good job, Tom. I'm proud of you, That's sir. That's the fun part is yeah, when you're brewing beer, you got shit boiling on the stove for 45 fucking minutes. So your house is like so humid. You might as well be in the fucking jungles of Colombia. No shit. I don't think <laughs> that's something I've never done. I've never uh, brewed yeah, beer before. Yeah, that's the fun part about Beer, brewing beer. Well, there are many fun parts. <laughs> One of the interesting uh, experiences, like, holy shit, first time I ever did it, I got shit on the stove. You got about a, depending on the size of the batch you're doing, if you're just doing, you know, say a 12 pack, you start with about a gallon and a half of water, thereabouts, and you boil that shit for 45 minutes. Damn, son. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You end up with well, enough liquid basically to fill 10, maybe 11, yeah, 10, maybe 11, 10 and a half bottles of beer. Damn. <laughs> Yeah. Alrighty. So it- well. <laughs> uh, anyway, so welcome to the show. If you want to give us a call and actually call on the phone to us, 833-441-2220. It's 833-441-2220. Or you can also go to 7600thesquawk.com and join in on the chat. That's right there. We'll see it. We'll respond to you and have fun with this. Well, no, we're not going to have fun with this. This is going yeah. to be a show about fucking horseshit bullshit everyone needs to shut the actual fuck up yeah <laughs> shit took a major fucking left turn this week haha <laughs> what you did there I see it <laughs> oh my god yeah we've lost we've lost it, dude I'll be completely honest with you uh, you know me I'm I'm a a um, patriot through and through as am i it it is my uh uh, statement to all this that we've lost the country yeah folks as i said on the season finale of america exactly well and and it's what happens next season folks and it's not just you know like uh uh you know what what had happened was it was it's more to me it's more of the inaction of everybody else. Yep. And 
that that that's the part honestly that hurts me more than anything is just the fact that you know a lot of people just want to bitch on the internet and when you, when you look at the whole thing and you see that tech giants have created this space for us to bitch about shit yeah and that's where we retreat to to talk about these things instead of actually doing anything about it instead of, you know, obviously in the last 20 fucking years going to the polls and saying something or, you know, in that regard, as far as where the vote goes uh, or, or anything showing up in any kind of of uh, of an amount or in a force to do anything about it. No, you just go to some chat room or you go to some blog post or you go to Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or anything else like that and just bitch about it. Then you feel better, but it's still happening. You vent, but it's still happening. And unless they turn off those systems for you, you won't actually give a fuck. Yep. A rather interesting thing happened this week where they actually did that. They turned those systems off for quite a few people. Yeah. <laughs> quite a few important people. As a quite a of few. Impor- uh, that for the first time in the history of technology in general, they stopped the president of the United States of America from utilizing certain technology. Yes. The third they say party. You can't exercise your free speech rights here. Now, on this platform let yeah let's do let's do a a little bit of caveat to this an asterisk Mm -hmm. as you were those companies deciding to do that is 100 percent their right they can refuse service to anyone that's freedom okay they can be pussy dicks and say all right donald trump you're not allowed to use our systems anymore fuck you and then turn them off that is 100 percent their right as long as they're following their policies if they're following their written policies and if they change the policies to support their bullshit and they don't put out those new policies first and alert their users, then it's against the law. But in yes. general, if they they twist it all and this is part of their policy and this is why they did it, that is completely up to them. They can have fun. Here's the problem, though. And this is what I don't understand. This is why. All of a sudden, Parler, like last night, went down the tubes. <laughs> yeah. Speed. Everybody and their brother moved there from Twitter. 80 million people. <laughs> Holy shit. They crashed the servers of that place. Crashed they, the servers. And their traffic went through the fucking roof. They're on AWS, and AWS went, ho ho. Holy oh, shit. Holy shit. Okay. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. <laughs> Dude, it went berserko. So think about that. 80 million people vote for President Donald Trump and then you kick him off with a little pissing match and get all pissed off and say, fuck you, fuck you, and then dip. What do you think all of their supporters are going to do? They're going to leave you looking for a good investment opportunity right now. I would short Twitter stock because they did this on Friday night. After the markets were closed, Mm -hmm. as soon as they open on Monday, just imagine what their stock is about to do. Splat. If you're looking to make a quick buck, short a few shares of Twitter stock. Yeah. Jesus. It's fucking insane. You know, and that just that, you know, now they've got big tech in there further dividing us. Yep. 
We're already divided 50-50, literally down the line. 50-50, zap. Now here's... Oh, I was just reading a rather, rather, rather interesting poll he just uh, dropped earlier today. Is that According to Rasmussen, 53% of Americans don't want Congress to cooperate with Biden. Or maybe it's 53% do, but I'm saying 53%, so barely half yeah. of the country actually wants Congress to cooperate with Joe Biden. Divided. I'm sitting here going, folks, um, that doesn't sound like a guy who just won 80 million votes. Right. Doesn't sound like a guy who won 12 million more votes than fucking Barack and Obama like did I in said, 2008. It's like I said over the past two shows, I think, that, you know, if the Democrats are this psychotic, it is a new level of psychotic. And if I was a woman, yeah. I would light your whole shit on fire. If yeah. all they're doing is electing this geriatric 90 year old bullshit. He's just going to pass on or they're going to 25th him, you know, like within a month. That's what I really think is going to happen. And I've actually thought that for several months, even going back before the election. They chose his running mate as someone who their party didn't even want. Right. This is a person who couldn't get out of single digits in her own state of California in the Democrat primaries a year ago. But she was one of the first people to drop out. But she has the first primary even happened. But she has a vagina. Exactly. And she's the right. And they don't want any more. Oh, shit. The difference. The fun part about all this is if they'd been smart and let someone like Tulsi Gabbard catch the nomination, they wouldn't have had to cheat. It's true. She could have gotten 80 million votes without them having to fuck with anything. Exactly. And she could have beaten Donald Trump fair and square. And that's the that's the wild part about this. this, If they've been smart enough to nominate a a candidate that people actually like. Well, yeah, I mean, there's several people on the Democrat side that would have been better that probably would have won it, you know, hands down as the presidential ticket, not not even as the vice president. I'm not saying as vice president instead of Joe Biden. Yeah. Tulsi Gabbard at the top of the ticket. Yeah. Democrats win hands down without having to cheat once. Right. They, but, yeah, they might have had a chance to win fucking Texas. See, and that, I've never been now really talking uh, about turn Texas blue. Not no. with Joe Biden and fucking however the fuck you pronounce her goddamn name, knee pads Harris. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry, you can't there... fuck your way to the top and get any kind of goddamn respect from me. How, when you how... fuck the mayor of Chicago, no, excuse me, mayor of San Francisco, who you're working for, to get ahead in the office, you get zero respect from me ever. Because you were willing to compromise your principles to try to succeed in life. And, and when that... you're going to do that, you are the least feminist person on the fucking planet. Well, and that's what I don't understand. Like, what did she have to do past that in order to get to the vice presidential ticket? Exactly. After having like 1% of the vote before. Yeah. I, it might have been 4 or 5%, maybe. But whatever. In California. She couldn't break out of single digits in California. In California, of all places. She was the attorney general of California. She's a current senator from California, and interestingly enough, she still hasn't resigned her damn seat. Yeah, isn't that often? That is rather that's, weird. It's very weird. Like usually, that's like pretty much right then and right there, and the uh, the the vote goes out to replace them person. Yeah, like or actually, I think it was the the governor. I think yeah, the governor in that case appointed. I think with senators, they have to appoint the governor appoints them. I think no, no, there it's a no? it's a fast vote. It's a um what you oh, call a special it, election, a special okay. election, like what we just had in Georgia. I think exactly one of them is only yeah because one of those candidates is only for two years, right? Because exactly. they usually don't have both senators in the same round, round of ticket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From the same state, anyway. Yeah, wish they did. Honestly, between that and and uh, 
uh, electoral college at the you know Senate House level in the mm. states. I think that would well, that would the actually really represent interesting people. thing is because of so many people have been moving around. New York and California are actually about to lose a couple of electoral votes and a couple of seats Dude, in Congress. I just saw that New York has lost more people this year or just in 2020 than yeah, more than year. any year ever. Yeah. Like in the history of yeah. New York, they lost more. They've this never year. lost that many people from their state's population in until a single year last year. Yep. And we're not talking about people who've died of this fucking virus, even though New no. York is, I think, second only to New Jersey in terms of the numbers. <laughs> so, yeah, folks, these are people who told New York to get fucked and they left. Mm. I see a few New York license plates around Dallas, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have some idea of where they're going. That and Florida. And they traveled through here to get there. So, yeah, n- understand. I do. Well, and even us, uh, uh, you know, we're talking about, you know, let's get the fuck away from D.C. type of thing. Now, would I move <laughs> like halfway across or in, uh, completely across the country? No, um, just because you love you know, Texas, brother. I'm telling you, I, it's hundred <laughs> percent. Agreed. Um, it's, it's, but we're, depending on which part of Texas, the, the weather is really weird. Amarillo, you actually get snow and Houston is just like Florida. Yeah. Just without the beaches being as nice. Oh, it's a so very Texas large Coast beaches until you get like Corpus Christi and point South. It's a very Those large nice. space. <laughs> I, I were, we're, we, you know, I would love to do like a, um, like a gated community, but out in the sticks type of thing yes you know not a gated community up here in northern virginia because all of it is just i mean you have male and female karens that work at the front gate and then you have nothing but karens behind it in the hoa side and then you have dude you have karens all over the place in that bitch if you were in a uh, a gated community up here not to mention a gated community up here each one of the houses is probably two million dollars and it's like forty thousand dollars a year for hoa fees downs like so that's basically i'm looking at that going hoa fees alone are about half of my gross income yes in a year yes <laughs> correct folks I, i've been an airline pilot for almost 12 years now and I haven't cracked six figures yet. I came damn close in 2020. So it was like, oh, yeah, everybody had a really bad year in 2020. Other than my career stagnating, and I'm going to be staying where I'm at for the next five years. Foreseeable future. (laughs) Foreseeable future. As in, okay, uh, the Corvette I've got is going to be the Corvette I'm going to have for a while. So let's have some fun with it. I'm not trading this thing in. So let's start modding the bitch. Yes, mod the bitch and drive it up here so that I can treat your, your, uh, your leather for you. It's like treat uh, it's treat, uh, no, the fun part is the leather's about to go away. That's one of the mods I'm doing. I'm putting Corbo seats in this son of a bitch. <laughs> ah, got you. Yeah, well, and they're gonna be I the cloth ones because black leather in Texas <laughs> black leather in the Texas sun after you've parked your car in the no, sun for no know, an hour. Yeah. No, uh basically no bueno. get sunburn on your ass from your own seats. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. Yeah. So uh yeah, so when you come here, then we'll do the outside and fix up your yes. paint and your trim and everything like get that. Some, we'll yeah, get some Armor Shield nine and that'll be the finishing touch. I, I got <laughs> or you. Or you've got a better one? I, dude, sh- by the way, if y'all live in this area, yeah, shameless plug time. <laughs> it's uh woodbridgeautodetail.com. That's woodbridgeautodetail.com. And now the process that I've been using, I've been using on my Jeep, and you know my Jeep. Oh, yeah. You know how in perfect condition my 2014 Jeep is. The leather, 
exterior everything aside from you know your obvious things that happen to you something falls a rock kicks yeah. up whatever there's always a little dink here and a dink yeah, there and rock chips or whatever chips. usual wear and tear every car gets right especially if they're actually driven right but no problems with the paint nope the leather is in near perfect condition it looks like the car may be a year old not nice. you know six Six. no <laughs> seven yeah six yeah it's 2015 yeah, uh, it's yeah. Six. 2014 yeah. it's coming up on seven since it was born but well, say, you bought it what around the same time i got my gti and i bought it in twenty fifteen. yeah spring of 15 so for me it it's six, six years. years it is but it was sitting on the seven. lot for a few months before you bought it it is seven years old yeah coming up on seven years old yeah my vet so. is 19 <sighs> as of last october yeah <laughs> October of 2001, bitch. It's I was 16 C- years old when that motherfucker rolled out of the factory. It's a C3? <laughs> C- C5? Oh, yeah, dude. They stopped making the threes in 1982. Jesus Christ. I thought yeah. it was... When did they stop making the C4s? Uh, 96. God damn. So, 97 to 04 was the C5. We're on what now? C8? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I still... I have. I finally seen one in person. I've seen a bunch up here, but dude it it's actually growing on me yeah is I, it a vet story i'm looking at this going okay it's a good looking car kind of looks like a discount lamborghini yes which is not a bad thing it's like a combination <laughs> between a, a discount lambo and a um <sighs> i don't know where i was gonna go with that i thought i knew where i was gonna go with that and then my brain stroke brained so i'm trying to think what else is angular enough to really other than lamborghinis like i'm talking like the aventador or whatever the current v12 one is unless yeah. they've got a new one cooking yeah it's like very <laughs> yeah like that and the huracan it's like yeah it's very similar along those kind of lines you're just sitting there going it's like the gm guys like that and going hmm let's do that and the c7 kind of all in one and it turned out pretty damn good i still have yet to sit in one i've only seen one in person and the wild part is around my area where i live here we got McLarens and Lamborghinis and shit that I see all the fucking time. Yeah. I saw a goddamn McLaren Senna driving down the fucking road right behind my building a couple of months back. Dude, that's a goddamn awesome. Senna. And the fucking wing was what gave it away. I saw the wing go by. I was like, holy shit. I did see <laughs> one, um, what's it called? One Veyron up here. Oh, Only one Veyron shit. that I've seen. And I've seen it twice. And I found out that it was the same guy, which makes sense because you know it's a Veyron. Um, he was at the, the car share, the, the, the meet that they have the, up in, uh, Northern Virginia up, uh, dude, my brain is not working. I do actually need alcohol. Um, <laughs> Ron's running a court low folks. Yes. <laughs> uh, anyway, it doesn't matter cause nobody lives here. Um, it, there's one up, you know, up in the, up in the woods, up, you know, near Potomac, uh, near the Potomac river. And they, um, they have this one come out here and this guy always has like some really ridiculous over the top stuff hundred, you know, like million dollar cars that, Shit, yeah. you know, everybody else has got some cherry old guys and some beautiful things. And there's a guy that has a, a, a straight up world war two Jeep that he's fully restowed and looks gorgeous. He drives nice. that thing from his house, which is like nowhere from there to the, the place where the meat is. Uh, there's a lot of really good stuff. Some old stuff, some new stuff. No hot hatches. No yeah, not, standard yeah. STIs. No Evos. Yeah. N- none of this fucking if, race. If burn. you're going to see a Corvette, it's probably one that's got chrome. Correct. 
Correct. Yeah. Now, there there was a C8 there when I went up there on the same day. You know, it was a gorgeous C8. And that's when I realized there and then seeing one on the drive up there is when I, you know, realized that it was really actually growing on me. Is it a Corvette? Technically, it has Officially. the label. <laughs> Officially, it's, it's a Corvette. It's not the one that's in my heart. However, yeah, it, it's, it's, yeah. it is fucking gorgeous. And yeah, I think, honestly, that's what Toyota was trying to do with the new Supra. They yeah. paid homage to the design of the original Supra. Or they I did a pretty good job, actually. I saw one of those gen. around here a few months back, too. And it's like, it looks all right. It looks all right, but it's not growing on me. Because it is not a 97 2JZ twin turbo. Yeah, really? I'm still waiting for somebody to 2JZ swap one of them things. It, dude, if it fit. Well, I don't know if it would fit. Somebody will make it fit. Somebody made a 2JZ sit in a fucking uh, Subaru. Uh, uh, it's not a legacy. It was a, a two door Impreza. Like an 01. Holy shit. Dude, okay, here we go. Uh, 2JZ right. in an Impreza? <laughs> First detour of the night, folks. It's like, get ready. There's going to be more. Holy fuck. Two Regular car reviews actually Impreza. drove this thing. And this guy, okay, the guy, it's it's a it's a single turbo 2JZ in a 2001 Legacy RS. So it's the two-door one. Anyways. Sequential but, okay, He put the Toyota gearbox in it. And the thing has a uh, single turbo 2J literally with an open dub right out the freaking hood. Yeah. 655 wheel yeah. horsepower. Roughly. Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. At the wheel. So, yeah. and, this, and this is the thing with skinny ass fucking tires on it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> this shit. is an unf- unfinished build. Yeah. When he, when he did this, like, yeah. Stand by, folks. Mm. Well, while he's looking that up. If you are listening in, don't forget to give us a call at 833-441-2220-833-441-2220. Or if you're on the website, there's a little chat window right there and you can chat with us during this show. Oh, All right, Ron, link inbound. Oh, I need to actually mute the mic when I do that. Cause I have been, dude, I did a, sh- I did a car today. Um, uh, did a customer's vehicle today. Two this things about that. Ah, fuck off. I'll do a um, fucking YouTube ads. Yeah. I did a customer's car today and it was glorious. Now the car, I mean, it's a standard. It was a 2015 um, Ford Explorer. Mm-hmm. Right. Really nicely appointed. I forget what trim level it was, but probably an SEL or a titanium or something like that. Yeah. I don't want to say XLT, but no, they, they ditched that for the Explorer. Yeah. So it's a different I think it was like either an SEL or a titanium at the time. Yeah. Anyway, it was nice. Very well appointed. Um, so, you know, they had some, you know, <laughs> they had some pet hair. They actually paid my extra thing for the pet hair removal. And I'm glad they did because it required some pet hair removals. Oh, my <laughs> new new things. <laughs> I was successful was wrong with his menagerie. He's like, yeah, he has to deal with pet hair. <laughs> it was it was successful. <laughs> However, it was there. It took a little bit elbow grease. About two extra extra De Niro. <laughs> two extra hours is what it took me. It was everywhere. It was underneath. It was on the the um, spare wheel cover deck. It was on the back of all the seats. You know, all three level, three rows of seats all fold down, and I had to go across all of them because it was it was on there. But I did a good job getting it out right, and I get done treat the leather. Everything looks beautiful. The outside's wax, sexy, ready to go, and the customer comes back out, and she said the 
the the wife of you know the wife said probably my favorite thing that a customer has said to me and that was well when you feel like you need a new car you just go and get your current car taken care of (laughs) and you don't need a new one now (laughs) i was like yeah well awesome thank you (laughs) i appreciate you (laughs) all right let's take a look at this over meow oh wait that's right i need to click here click here and then click here to make it meow meow and meow over meow all right let's see what we got here subaru Subaru. what did he say $150,000 Subaru. 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 Stop with this music, please. pumping. Pull your shirt up to show your abs and hope the other teenager backs down or else you're going to end up on... Okay, Drew... Mm. You realize he's doing the Jack's Films things, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's his whole shtick, basically. <laughs> it's just to do Jack's Films stuff over all of his videos? Well, no, it's how he narrates it. I mean, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's total Jack's Films. Someone's oh, yeah. H2O fail reel. $150,000 Subaru. Because you're louder than a chorus of It's Been a While by Stained in a 2JZ swap <laughs> Subaru with an open dump and rear wheel drive only. Holy the official shit. car of no, I never jerk off. There's always strip mall beaver lining up for my wild boar. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if your if your car doesn't start, don't keep doing this. <laughs> I think it's be right cool. before it finally kicks over. It may be cool for a video, but don't do this. <laughs> I drive a 2JZ Subaru. My dad works for the government. This swap is for the guy who insists ring girls are essential to MMA. 2JZ swap. The official car of, yeah, I did it myself. Single turbo 2J. I wasn't even spooling, bro. Here's the deal with this mess. <laughs> the owner got e-fame from posting this blue disease on Craigslist with an asking price of $150,000, and we all anime shook our heads and believed in his sincerity. He said he built it to do burnouts and shoot fire, (laughs) which it does. So what's up with the price, I asked. Oh, I I know I'm not going to get it, but, well, maybe some baller from Dubai will buy it. And I said, yeah, but they would probably want a car with an interior and gave... <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> like I said, it's an unfinished build. You're like, yeah, I'm gonna charge $150,000 for this. I'm like, right, right. It'd be like, no, I removed all this for weight savings. So, oh, I no, can no, no, there, there's more mods. Like, he's only, he's only, you've only felt the tip of the dick on this one, guys. Oh, Jesus, just the tip. Ages that work, and a rear view mirror, and an intact windshield. And electric windows that don't require a power probe to activate. So here's the parts list. This is, or was, a 2001 Subaru Impreza RS. But now it has the 2JZ GTE engine from a Toyota Supra with a V160 Toyota transmission and a Ford 8.8 rear end. Alright, I might have a small chub. It has a 72mm <laughs> turbo and the ECU is an AEM Infinity. It's 
I have a bigger chub. It's been caged and channeled, which means, okay, there is no way a 2JZ is fitting in this engine bay. I'm sure you think you can do it. Maybe some people hang the front of the engine, like, really close to the front of the car. But this one is back, back. At, they had to really cut the firewall. There's not much. Holy shit. Yeah, like I said, dude, the firewall. tip of the dick. <laughs> left and also the floor to make room for the transmission so it, it's almost it's a funny car at this point and it also has to have custom yeah. front and rear cross members these are workmeister wheels and of course it has a line lock the fuel system runs on an a1000 computer and is using uh 1700 injectors and by the way the fr the whole front end of this car is tubed it still uses the sti brakes though Nice. Replace your rotors, boss. And at the rear wheels, it's making six hundred fifty thousand dollars with rust grooves. I know. And not slotted. Are you fucking <laughs> serious? <laughs> I literally just have a. I have Bro. actually have a full set of slotted rotors sitting five feet from me. Yes. Fucking Summit Racing just delivered that shit yesterday. Nice. All right, that's I'm giving me that, bitch. that's giving me a chub too. All right. 155 horsepower. Now this RS was previously an STI swap, but several engines went through this car. He just kept popping off those flat four engines, trying to make 400 Florida. horsepower. So Adam, yep. the owner, made the call to just go for it. Two All right, so he has a Florida license plate on it still, but he's not in Florida. Plate. He's not in Florida. That's my point. This is Pennsylvania. This is like near Allentown. Yeah, it looks more like up here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah it's, I think it's. I think he, I think the show's based uh, at Allentown, Pennsylvania. So he does all that shit locally, and people will literally come from all over the country to do videos with him. No shit. Do Jay Z. Yeah, that six hundred and fifty-five uh, horsepower comes on way up in the rev range, something like six thousand eight hundred <laughs> RPM. And and I asked Adam, is it okay? Sorry, I keep stopping it, but uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, if you want to know what that's like, all right, it's it all happens it's like nothing 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 okay this is fun oh my god so from six thousand to it's rev limit which is probably eight eight yeah. so from six to eight is 700 horsepower <laughs> it, it all happens it's like okay it, it's like it's like riding like a 600 cc fucking sport bike or whatever it's like okay nothing 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 okay this is fun oh my god <laughs> i was like back off oh shit i'm high side fuck all you bitches listening right now thinking that you need to have some 2000 cc fucking bullshit lose weight all right this road legal i need to hire Hayabusa. i'm like dude okay it's great for low-end torque that's the nice thing about the busa motor on a bike it's great for low-end torque but if you want to actually do anything that doesn't involve wearing full leathers on a fucking racetrack <laughs> that is very straight all right so we'll forget it <laughs> so we'll put that in perspective a busa 13 uh, 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 turbo. Oh, yeah. Would I'm, I'm talking about a stock Busa motor, not right. even a. All right. So a Turbo boy. 13, right? Busa in this car would do sub. That would be fun. That would do sub tens. That would be fun. That would be sub tens. That would be very fun. And that engine costs what? Probably that in the box, seven grand or so used you, it depends on if you build it yourself i mean it's if you know what well i say if you know what you're doing you're doing this for a living folks and you wouldn't have to have rearranged the interior of the car no. like you were rearranging it easily some... fit in the spot where the fucking original subaru flat four would go now you can still do straight up rear wheel drive only 
if you yeah, want. Absolutely. You don't have to exactly, try to integrate that with the Subaru four wheel drive system. That would be tricky. painful. Yes, that would be tricky. But if you want it now, the fun part is getting a gearbox that would made up with it correctly because bell housings for motorcycles are a little bit different because they're designed to be packaged quite differently. But I tell you who has seemed to have done it. As a matter of fact, if you go to Disney World or if you did before, because they've now closed this particular um, what you call it. Oops, wrong button. Um, they closed this particular um, show. Um the epic spunt stunt spectacular thing that they had mm-hmm. those were opals with uh you know basically the same size it was motorcycle engines and that made them do what they were doing and they basically just hung out at 10,000 rpm for 2 hours <laughs> and just <laughs> and that was it like the whole fucking show was that but Truth be told, you get a nice gearbox in there, and all of a sudden you're like, nee, 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 and each one of those knees was another, beep, beep, yeah, <laughs> was another gear, and now you're across that quarter mile line in like nine point five sub nine, maybe even, and it's really good on gas. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Well, it has a title, and it's registered in Florida with a dealer license plate. Florida. So yeah, it's. Road legal. <laughs> I mean, the combination right here. 2J and a Subaru RS. This is like the equivalent of a gym bro doing curls in front of the mirror and jacking himself off at the same time. <laughs> Subaru Impreza RS, sponsored by all the debt that piles up due to my free cams addiction. The 2JZ sounds like Andre the Giant unzipping his fly. It's louder than the empty threats of a substitute Spanish teacher. But here's the thing. Oh if this God. is what you're into, it's... <laughs> <laughs> the empty yeah. threats of a substitute Spanish teacher. That was that's a, a le- that's a new level of loud. <laughs> that's that's awesome. Great. <laughs> For those who are listening on the radio, uh, the, the, they are driving this thing now, and the 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 gauges that he obviously added to the or no, those are the original. No, those are the stock gauges. Those are the stock just gauges. The amount they're of not power, staying where they're supposed to, folks. The <laughs> amount of power they popped off the dashboard. He is having intent, and you can see it. He's having intense trouble keeping this thing going straight because yeah. every time he sticks his foot in, well, I guess part of the car, the the firewall that's inside the car, <laughs> but it buries the fucking throttle or tries and to. He goes, "Oh shit, no! Oh, lost it." It oh fuck it oh, oh shit oh shit he's just feathering the throttle trying to keep the fucker going straight. <laughs> That's what yeah. Steering geometry is a bit off, but it still drives straight ish. Uh, the ride isn't very pleasurable either, and getting decent traction under any conditions in any gear is an uphill battle. Dude, even like some uh, Mickey semis or something like that, that thing wouldn't stay on the ground at all. Yeah. 
you pressed your foot into that thing and you're just doing donuts. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and none of the gauges really work. I mean, the tachometer kind of works, <laughs> but it's about 2,000 RPM higher than it's what it's supposed to be. So when you get in the power, it's already pegged and you're your brain is telling you to stop it you're gonna blow something up and the only way to know anything is to have adam sit right next to you with his laptop <laughs> reading what the ecu is doing this car is a giant can of four loco it's the apex <laughs> of what bro modding culture can accomplish with its confident excess Amen. accented by malfunctioning components that need to be jerry-rigged to achieve what comes standard to your average beater there's a certain charm to this with an exhaust that sounds like energy drink farts and a paint job that comes in a darker shade of downvote blue. So have a subscribe! actually hear him but he was saying that he they put the good tires on the back so they could have burnouts ability yeah, you, on the you, back I don't know if you, yeah but the fun part about this car is the way they've got it dropped there is so much camber on these fucking wheels that the good tires are the ones that oh yeah by the way haven't had the inner shoulder fucking roasted <laughs> off of them exactly that's like oh yeah and those are the by the way those are the tires the ones with the roasted inner shoulder are the ones you're trying to steer with exactly <laughs> well Oh, God damn it. Show me the one. See. <sighs> Is Mandalorian great? Absolutely. Do I want to see fucking it ads about it all the time? No. The interior noise levels aren't OSHA approved. On center steering? <laughs> How about negative on center steering? It's simultaneously turning left and right. I'm getting pulled over. The moment this turbo starts spooling, haters come alive. Imagine having a Bugatti Veyron, on, but you can only hit the gas for 0.7 seconds once every five minutes, because if you do it for longer than that, the rear end of the car and the front end of the car get a divorce. There's a reason the 400 horsepower Dodge Viper needed 335, 35, 17 rear tires to be safe. This is 655 horsepower with street tires on a cold day. Might as well be ice. This is too much power. You want to know what too much power looks like? This is too much horsepower. This is too much power even for the track. Uh, look, under load, the rear of the car barely hangs on, and the front of the car shudders like an old shopping cart, and trees <laughs> move into the road. This nightmare beast behaves like a remote control car. <laughs> it's like, Ron, it's, this is one of my favorite YouTube channels, but yeah, regular car reviews is like a literal mountain of salt. I absolutely love this channel. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> An old shopping cart and trees move into the road. This nightmare beast behaves like a remote control car on a smooth kitchen floor. And speaking of annoying, local tuners loathed us in this. This is because a 2JZ Impreza is a new alpha walking into the weight room. And everybody in their precious boxer engines realizes their time is up. The relationship between a Subaru H engine and a Toyota 1J or 2J is the same relationship between a Mazda rotary engine and a GMLS. One engine is quirky, fun, with a huge fan base, and the other one works. There were some other local tuners out here who saw us driving around.
and it didn't take much when I looked right. I mean, I stayed in the slow lane. They passed me because they had to. They had to assert dominance. But they looked, they heard that wasn't a Subaru engine in that Subaru, and they knew what's up, and they didn't like it. Because suddenly, all the build that went into their STI engine, and for what? This dirty thing is beating them, and could beat them at any moment. If traction works, yeah. and that's where the haters will come into this because they say, Oh, it doesn't work, it doesn't work, it's no real. Way. But you know, this thing is right. <laughs> What a stupid car. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> oh, that's oh, glorious. Shit, yes. <laughs> Trees move into the road. <laughs> Trees move into the road. <laughs> it's, like it's simultaneously turning left and right. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, man, I really like yes. that. I'm going to have to uh, enjoy more. Uh, yeah, it's regular channel. car reviews, folks. It's one of my favorite fucking oh, channels and has been for years. That's really funny. Oh, man. Uh, yes. <laughs> <sighs> Jesus. Well, until oh. they uh, until they censor it. Because they're going to we'll say see. something and then they'll be like, oh, they must be a Republican. Turn them off. Oh, Brian! Ain't. Oh, no, 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 no. Is he is he off the other bridge? Yeah, he, he generally stays kind of apolitical with his with his with his videos. Of course, generally. I mean, it's yeah, you know, and he's with smart. He's, he's yeah. walking that damn tightrope. Yeah, he's just like, okay, yeah, I've got my views, but I want to try to keep it out of what the content is that I'm creating. Well, I'll tell you this: when it comes to my political world here. Hmm. I've always back been to our, yeah, back to our promo. Back to our promo. <laughs> and don't forget when you, if you don't know what that means. Linger longer. So I, um, I've always been a conservative man. I don't fly the Republican flag because I don't fly the flag of any one of the parties because parties are fucking dumb. Yeah. A party is a vessel to get you more or less where you want to go. Problem is, the crew is arguing over that destination. Exactly. And if they do have one where they're going to do the same thing, it's probably because the the powers that be are the ones that are getting all the money from whatever it is. Yeah. Because remember, what do I always say is the worst thing about humanity? It's greed, folks. What is the, greed. Isn't money the root of all evil or some yeah? Where was money it and Bible power or something? Yeah. Yeah, money and power. Yeah. And that pretty much, that's it. It's money and power. That's it. That's all they want. Money and power. How does somebody who is working for $160,000 a year in the government make $25 million? Or $160 million. I'm sitting here going, okay, how do you literally take your annual income, multiply it by 1000 and that's your net worth after a career in public service? Yeah. Answer me that, folks. Everybody wants to see Donald Trump's tax returns. Why don't we see the tax returns of the people who became rich through a mathematically impossible let's level see, of income? Let's see Nancy Pelosi's. Yeah. 
and everyone else. Let's see Schumer's. On both sides of the aisle. It doesn't fucking matter where you land on the spectrum. Let's see if Ted- you made a career out of public service, I want to see how the fuck you made your goddamn net worth. I want to see how you earned, <laughs> how exactly you earned the money to pay exactly. for those four fucking houses you now, have. People keep blaming presidents for things. They blamed yeah. Bush. They blamed Obama. Yeah. They blamed Clinton. They blamed everybody. They blamed for, yeah, everybody, everybody. Every president one, going back to forever. The Washington. One, to one person, though. Yeah. When they also say, oh, my gosh, we have the greatest, you know, thing in the world and, and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, Congress is going to take care of everything we need them to take care of. And it's going to be great and rabble, 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 rabble. Well, well, everybody focuses on the presidential approval ratings. Congress right. hasn't gotten above 20% since I can't remember when. What the hell is going on? Congress with my- as a body, I think, has been sub 20 for at least check, the last check. 20 years. Sorry, I'm having trouble with my audio volume here. Matching, where it's, matching where it's supposed to be. There we go. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> back to my promo. <laughs> anyway. <so. laughs> back to my promo. <laughs> Uh, everybody loves the whole congressional portion of everything. However, they never actually hold them to any requirements that they would hold the president of the United States. Correct. Okay. Well, we, we, we have to see, uh, Obama's, uh, birth certificate. Rabble, 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 rabble. Okay. Well, how about, uh, uh, how about Omar's? Yeah. And how about this whole thing about her marrying her brother? Let's go review her immigration status, folks. I'm sitting here going, okay, uh, I am the descendant of immigrants going all the way back to the 16 fucking 30s, folks. Yeah. It's like, yeah, the first oldest, earliest member of my family that we can trace is 1636. I am America. third generation American. Yeah. From Ireland. And I'm like 70% Irish and 30% Welsh. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. I'm not, I'm not a mutt. Yeah, I'm an Irish Welshman. Yeah, on one side of the family is the <laughs> British Isles. The other side of the family is French, Canadian, Polish, and Russian. Russian. Yeah. <laughs> Russian. In mother. And Russia. by the way, I believe yeah, I believe the Russian side came through Ellis Island nice. in the immediate aftermath of the Russian Revolution. Oh yeah, I, we we came through Ellis Island. I'm sure. Yeah. Don't know about all the documents and stuff like that, but you know what I mean. Anyway. The point is that there's a lot of questions out there, but nobody seems to want to ask them because they're correct questions and they focus on multiple things and not just on one person that has orange hair and they don't like that person or the racist motherfuckers who are saying the same thing to Barack Obama or the, uh, the again, libtard fuck boys that said it to George Bush. Yeah. You know, it's it's always one side versus the other, and now they have succeeded. This is past tense now. They have succeeded, meaning they have won the battle of making us fully 100% straight down the middle divided. 49% Republican, 49% Democrat, 1% whatever. Whatever, yeah. <laughs> but it, it, here's here's the difference, though. And this is what I don't think they quite understand uh, at this level. What they're teaching one sign to be is is heading into like almost like the Star Trek kind of realm, right? Yeah. 
Well, you can't do the Star Trek kind of world that we all love. You yeah, can't until do you that. discover fucking warp drive, folks, until the goddamn dilithium crystals are actually discovered. Well, and it, the food replicators and every other piece of technology that allows all the problems to go away so you can focus on these higher level issues. But here's the other thing that needs to go away or at least be controlled in some way. Greed. Yeah. How many greedy people do you run into in Star Wars on uh, terrestrial and <laughs> not yeah, you Star Trek? Yeah. Or excuse me, Star Trek. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Other than the Ferengi. <laughs> right. Other than the Ferengi. <laughs> other and, than the Ferengi. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, you really don't get that kind of thing. Now, greedy for power, you get Romulans, right? All the oh, time. Yeah. Sneaky motherfuckers. Sneaky. Bastards. Greedy for glory. That's, well, thirsting for glory. You exactly. Because they love well, a good yeah. fight. <laughs> but they're, they're more about love for themselves right love love for themselves and their family exactly you know they're not i'm not going to go out and take over all of these places because i want more so glory i want glory (laughs) yeah and honor for my house thank you kalis but he's going to sit here looking like gowron the whole fucking time just you know maybe not no maybe soon but not today <laughs> i've been heavily into the trek meme pages on facebook in the last few months very good <laughs> oh yeah i was like i forgot how fucking wild that guy was what a yes. good, interesting character very i'm just I'm, I'm mad that he didn't get any point in the movies but they did have larson bator in the movies yeah and i'm like yeah they had they had those two <laughs> hmm meh <laughs> Like, yeah. Like, Hell yeah. Yeah. I, like, I don't know. It's it, the track is like next gen fell off a cliff when they went to the movies. There was one or two good moments, but by and large, the show was far better than the films. I'll tell With you the original series was actually the films were pretty good for the most part. I, I see. I disagree. I actually liked all of the, the next gen films. I don't think there was one in there that I didn't like insurrection was all right it wasn't the greatest insurrection was a good two-part episode of the show yeah generations was awesome nemesis was excellent nemesis was good but it was basically a remake of wrath of khan i mean so many details were repeated so they did kind of and then they did an actual repeat of wrath of khan an actual remake of it in the new generation thing of going on whatever all right we're not gonna just you know and well the thing is they even did another remake with the next one the star trek reboot film yeah that jj abrams did again same fucking plot it's like oh yeah bad guy somebody who was in a shitty situation for years and years and he wants to get revenge that's pretty and much the oldest thing, the though. V for Vendetta. We were just uh, talking about that the, the other way, day. I just rewatched that again this afternoon, folks. Yeah. I hadn't seen that movie in years, and I thought I was watching the fucking news. Right. Between that and Contagion. I haven't seen that one. So, it's on Plex. Yeah. Watch Contagion. So, that pretty much shows what happened, like how they got that virus out, and then V is what they used it for and everything past that 15 years down the road during that and past that yeah Hmm. i mean it's reading like a script for today there's another other thing that's sort of real it's a book related one of the tom clancy novels my favorite author one of his greatest novels as far as i'm concerned executive orders so jack ryan's now the president 
Yeah, he's come a long way since Red October, folks. <laughs> There's a, a book that could turn into a movie, but again, it's kind of thing. Tom Clancy movies, you kind of have to make them four hours long if you really want to do them right. Amen to that. Yeah, Red October was short enough that you can do it in two hours. Most of the rest of them, not so much. It was pretty yeah. close, too. Like, you could have expanded on some things. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, they got pretty much all of it for Red October. They did a good job with that one. Same thing with Patriot Games. It was like, Pretty good. And Clear and Present Danger, okay, they had to condense it a little bit, mm-hmm. but they did a good job with the film. It was like all three of those films, fantastic. And we're all sitting there going, okay, cool. And they're going to do a fourth one. They do some of all fears. And they're like, all right, we don't want to offend the Arab community. So instead of the PLO being the guys who build the nuke, no, we're just going to have it be the Aryan nation. Yeah. Instead of the Palestinians, it's no, it's <laughs> it's the neo-Nazis. <laughs> nah, <laughs> the neo-Nazis appeared absolutely nowhere in the book. That was a complete Hollywood. All right, we're not going to we're going to try not to offend anybody here because the movie came out a few months, I think, after it was a few months or a year or so after 9-11. So oh, we don't we work on eggshells like they're doing with China right now. Whatever. Yeah. But Executive Order is a great, great book. And sitting here going, oh, yeah, Iran figures out how to weaponize the Ebola virus and conspiring together with China. They decide to go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sit there going, folks. It's like give it to one, bats. This sounds awful, fucking familiar. Oh, it's like uh, contagion come from China with bats. Yeah, we're all looking. This and that came out what two a year and a half ago. Oh no, way more, way more than that. When did that come out? Twenty sixteen. I don't know. I haven't seen it. Ah, twenty eleven. Twenty eleven. Oh yeah, it was a while ago. Yeah. Okay. There was, there was something else that came out like in 2019 or whatever, something like that. It was very similar, but I think it was like a TV show, something like that. Was that quarantine? Quarantine. That might've been it. Yeah. It was like on Netflix. I think was where it came out. haven't seen that either yet. <sighs> That's one fun part. Uh, about, oh yeah, virus. You got, yeah, you got AT&T high speed internet. And they decided, Hey, by the way, they sent me a little email or a little uh, mailer and said, hey, by the way, uh, HBO max is included for free in your internet. So sorry, <laughs> your internet service. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> there was one called virus, but it was in India. Oh, okay. Infection. Maybe. No. The only one that keeps coming yeah. up was contagion. And okay. that was back in, uh, in 11. And that's a hell Again, of a good folks, movie. We're looking at this going, holy shit, folks. You watch this and you're like, am I watching a movie or the goddamn news? Exactly. Uh, <laughs> Tom just said he's finishing up brewing some alcoholic goodness and I will join for a bit. <sighs> Tom. <laughs> I hey, I'm just glad somebody else is joining the fucking thing by remote. It's not the three of us having to carry the fucking show by ourselves. Right. Well, and okay. So Brandon was home when I got up, come down here to start prepping for the show. Right. Uh, and I didn't know that anybody walked out of the house. Well, I go upstairs to grab something before I come back downstairs and I go and knock on his door to see if he's coming right now. Well, hey, you know, come on. And my wife goes, you know, Brandon's not here. Right. And I'm like, OK, I guess Brandon's not coming on the show. So <laughs> <laughs> much for that idea. Whatevs, dog. <laughs> so anyway. All right. Well, I think my 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 biggest gripe for today is is threefold. One, censorship, mm. as we started with, um, and then we I have something I'd like to weigh in on that one. It's 
far as going back to the subject of yes, Twitter is their own, and Facebook are their own companies, and they are free to deny service to whoever they want, and the government can't tell them how to run their business. Exactly. If that's the rules that we're going to operate under as a society, every bar and restaurant should be able to open at full capacity immediately from coast to coast. It is 100% true. Folks, I'm saying if the government can't tell a business how to run their business, because, hey, we can't tell Facebook and Twitter not to do this shit. But remember, Mm -hmm. Drew, you can have your cake and eat it, too. Mmm. If you're paying the right people in charge. No, if you got the right letter in between the parentheses. Yeah, too. Next to your but name. Usually the money is the more important factor. Absolutely. You know, yeah. at, the, at the highest levels of those. But if, you at know, point, give money to the person with the right letter in the parentheses after their name. But go talk to somebody that is one of these psychopaths that doesn't understand this, this process. It doesn't understand this idea, right? And this in this law and how our country has worked for 250 years. Well, you go over to these people and say, you know, oh, well, Twitter can stop, uh, stop Trump from using Twitter, huh? And they'll be like, yeah, yeah, fuck the orange man. Be like, okay, well, then that same company uh, can open up their building with no masks and no social distancing forever, right? No, no, they can't do that. Oh, my God, they're going to kill grandma. Yeah. It's dangerous. So you want the government to stay out of them so that they can do whatever they want to do and stand up for whatever you want them to stand up for today. But in the same breath, you don't want to have them have the option for anything else. You want the government to have 100% control of that company. Yeah. You can't do both. You can't have the government having a say in how they do business. And then simultaneously say this other company over here, the government has no right to tell them how to do business. Like, like the people that uh, wouldn't do the wedding cake for the gay couple. Yep. First of all, so this is how you fix this. Okay. This is how you fix this. Ladies and gentlemen, you leave the government, the actual fuck out of it. You do use the news, but you use it this way. Are you a homophobe? Sure. If you want to be a homophobe, have fun. That's your own right to decide how you want to feel about homosexuality. Okay. The rest of us go like this. Yeah. And there's probably several hundred million of these, these fingers behind me flipping you the bird, but that's all you need to do. Yeah. You go to that, you know, that company and they say, Oh, you can't have it because you're gay. Be like, all okay, right, fine. I'll take my business elsewhere. And I'll take I'll my business. All my friends to do the same thing. Exactly, and it's not just all my friends. I'm going to make this, you know, their their favorite word, viral. Right? I'm going to mm. make this viral, and no one's ever going to buy from you again. But the only people that are going to walk in there are homophobic assholes. Yeah. So now, <laughs> yeah, the people who aren't afraid to be labeled that way. Let's look at this. At a, your only customers, I'll, and I'll look at it at a higher level here, right? You go and you say, okay, well, you you guys are not going to do this because you don't like gay people. All right, we're going to let everybody know. So anybody walks in there is obviously a, a, a homosexual hating, you know, homophobe or something, right? Now you've got people sitting outside on the public street and they're going to harass everybody that walks in there because they're automatically assuming that, that person has a problem with homosexuality. Now there's, there's fights back and forth, right? Yeah. If as long as it stays verbal and it doesn't go any further than that, 
but think then about that's it. free speech in the public square. And that, that worked a hundred percent because yeah. now you have a hundred people, right. That are standing on either side of this door and they're screaming at the few people that are willing to go in, in the first place. Mm-hmm. Finally, a very large chunk of those people say, Ooh, fuck, I'm, I, I want to support that business or I want to get it from there. Cause I love that place, but I don't want to deal with any of this. So they don't go. Now they've lost 80% of their business. They go out of business. They go out of business. That's how you make a business go out of yeah. business, folks. Free market, folks. There's or two better ways. yet, open another business next door saying, hey, we're going to do the exact same business they're doing. We're making cakes. But And guess what? We don't give a fuck. We'll gladly take your money. These assholes over here just sent a whole bunch of new business our way. It's like, on, uh, like Chick-fil-A. Okay. Chick-fil-A doesn't open on Sundays, right? Because yeah. of, of uh, 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 Christian reasons. Okay. Yeah. So Popeye's is a great place <laughs> to get the same competing sandwich on Sunday. But Popeye's really doesn't compete with them in this area and in any area for that matter, because they don't have as many locations, right? They don't have, True. they don't have the, the love because they weren't brand new. Popeye's has been around for a damn near a hundred years. Right. So, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Popeyes and Chick-fil-A has been around since like the nineties. That's like, well, right. Popeyes was way way older than that. Seventies, maybe. But my point is, yeah, something like that. They've been around for longer. What my point is, is that they don't have the infrastructure and that, that go get them love as the nineties into the two thousands did for Chick-fil-A and Chick-fil-A rode that, that wave. And they're still on that wave. There's no one really fighting them in that realm from that level. Yeah, they're not as yeah. They don't really have anybody who's as present. Right. They did the a great job on on the advertising side. You know, everybody on the planet knows what Chick Fil A is. I don't remember if I've ever seen a commercial for Chick Fil A. Yeah, you did. Remember the cows thing? Uh, eat, yeah, the billboards. Eat more chicken. Oh yeah, they did it on TV on the, too. The, but the cows on the billboards. I can't recall yeah. if I've ever actually seen a like a TV commercial for Chick Fil A though. Yeah, they did the same thing for a little while. I don't think I've seen one in a long time. But they did at the beginning. They did have the yeah. eat more chicken <laughs> thing. Like, yeah, way they would have the, I see would, Popeyes commercials all the time. They actually used. I don't the, watch TV anymore. They used those billboards in the the actual TV commercial where you would go oh, by and okay. the cows were like they had paintbrushes in their mouth and they were obviously painting it and they would look over as the person you know whoever it was in the the video was driving by. They look up like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> but anyway, so there's ways for you folks to take out companies that you don't like. One. Tell people what they're doing that you don't like that is against your hot button item, hot button item or whatever. Okay. Two, if you worked for that, if you work or worked for that company, there's some, it gets a little more interesting if the company was doing some bullshit. Like if they were doing some illegal bullshit, you go tell who you need to tell to, yeah. to take care of that. You know, whether you're talking to the FBI at the highest level, OSHA, your your local folks, just the police, whatever. Okay. You, you, you take care of it that way. But if they were doing things that were not illegal and they were just scummy as fuck, then you just let the public know. Now, sometimes they make you sign the NDA, right? And the NDA says you can't tell them what you're doing because, you know, they're going to sue you and whatever. Then it becomes a, do you fall on the sword Yeah. to take care of this issue? 
And sometimes that happens. Sometimes you sign that NDA and you're just like, what the fuck? Uh, Abby Johnson used to be a Planned Parenthood clinic director in Bryan, Texas. They actually made a movie about this called Unplanned a couple Mm -hmm. years ago. Mm -hmm. She actually spoke at the Republican uh, convention last year. Uh, It's a rather shocking film. And it was rather interesting because it was an R-rated film and they don't swear once. Ah. Because they don't pull any punches about showing what actually happens. Yeah. Oh, and the MPAA was like, what the fuck? We don't want Planned Parenthood's target audience, teenage girls, to see this. You lack discipline. (laughs) Fuck this place! Yeah. So she... Yeah, she was a Planned Parenthood clinic director for years. She was a true believer until she actually saw one for the first time ever after working there for years. She was asked to come in and assist on the procedure. And she walked out and never walked back in again after that day. No shit. So, and and it's probably, so she had to fall on the NDA to be able to bring it out. Oh, yeah. And, they, and Planned Parenthood sued her. and everything. Right. She was actually an employee of the year. She even got an award from the organization. <laughs> it's like, and I mean, she was a true believer, folks. And it all turned on one damn dime. And she if it wasn't, though. even if there wasn't an NDA involved, then yeah. you have people like uh, Scientology and Leah Remini. Okay. Oh, yeah. There's nothing written down that she couldn't talk about everything that she was dealing with. Now she has yep. an entire TV show about it. But my point is that it was the fear that had her quiet for so long, even after she uh, left the Scientology church. It was just the fear. Until she finally realized there is some shit more important than my feeling good. I need to tell this story and I need to find other people who have similar stories and have them tell it to the world as well it was like all the people that that knew that waco was about to happen yep and they were too scared and they kept their mouth shut and then after everyone was dead they they said oh well this thing this happened and this thing happened and that thing happened and we're like the fuck didn't you tell anybody about this why are we only hearing about this now well they would have killed me it was like Fall on the fucking sword, bitch. Yeah, dude. You could have saved a hundred fucking lives. Yeah. Even if you were risking your own and no one wants to risk their life about anything. And this is. Nobody wants to put shit on the line anymore. And that's what I want to talk about with the next part of this. But I think we'll do it uh, after the, uh, the, what you call it. Do we have our future quarterback? What? Quarterback. hmm? Oh, Greg. I don't know. He's probably watching the the Washington, you know, football team. <laughs> Suck uh, cock. The team that has no yeah, the the team with no name yeah. wins the <laughs> NFC least, folks. Yeah. Yes, they did. I have been through the season with a team with no name. <laughs> like somebody needs to fucking write that shit. Yep. <laughs> like, where's Weird Al? <laughs> Oh, he just released something the other day. We'll have to check it out afterwards. Oh, for the first time, we actually do not have a Tom McDonald one to do today during the show. I'm like, dude, are you sleep? I think Nova released something, but it's not. It's not on the same level. It's more typical rap. Uh, it's okay. really hella good. Okay, we're dropping truth nukes. It's just generic rap. Yeah, it's just in generic rap. It's really good. I will say that if y'all want to check that out, that's uh, Nova Rockefeller. That's um, 
Tom McDonald's girlfriend, and she's the one who does all those hella good videos that we've watched. I was watching this and you're going, uh, dude, are you seriously not signed? Because the production value on this is fucking amazing. They don't want to be signed. That's the whole point of what they're doing. It is literally him and her. And they are the business. They are shipping out CDs. They are pressing CDs. They are doing all of their their graphic artwork. They're doing all the videos. They're shooting them at, at their fucking house. They are literally doing every aspect, which is why when we emailed them to see if if Tom or Nova wanted to come on the show, I haven't heard anything back either because they're not interested or because they they get hundreds of thousands of fucking emails a yeah. day and there's and no like separate the business news. thing. Exactly. So I completely understand, but those two are doing it by themselves. They do have a couple other people involved from a uh, writing standpoint and, you know, a couple of other things mastering. They do have like their, their uh, music is mastered, but they're recording their own music at home. Yeah. Like they even had a picture of, of Nova and Tom sitting there recording something, sitting at a desk in an obvious bedroom in their house. Nice. And they don't live in some palatial mansion. Yeah, it's just an at regular house. And they're selling all their own shit, which they are not paying anybody else except for FedEx or UPS or whatever to deliver their shit. Like they're not going through no, you know, uh, uh, storage. They're not going through any distributors. None of that shit. They're doing it all on their own, which means they're not greasing any palms. Oh, it is all their money goes straight to directly cost of business. And then middleman who's getting his cut. It's UPS and FedEx taking or whoever they're using, taking their delivery service fee. And that's it. Yep. So uh, I, I'm, I'm very impressed by what they've done. It's yeah. it's intense. All right. Let's take a quick break. Uh, hopefully Tom will join us if he's not done making his his beers dub beers he's having dub beer. beers beer oh. it's what's for dinner <laughs> all right ladies and gentlemen we're gonna take a quick break and we'll talk to y'all soon peace out girl scouts you're listening to the sexiest show that has ever existed the porch factor
The Squawk. Hello, bitches. <laughs> We're back. They're here. To the show, I am Ron. And I'm Drew. And this is The Porch Factor on 7600 The Squawk. If you are checking us out for the first time and you want to join in on the show, you can call 833-441-2220. That is 833-441-2220. Or you can go to 7600thesquawk.com and join in the little chat window and we will hang out with you. That is how you become a stoop a kid. Lord. Not yet. A stoop kid first. How do you That's become true. a you graduate? Shipboard? Yes. Right now you're a lab attendant. Then you become yeah. a stoop kid by joining in on the show by chatting or giving us a call. And if you want to go past that and become a shit lord, that is when you support the show and you can go into the link into the thingy that you're watching it on. It's like the little eye info button, whatever thingy. And you can become a shit lord. That is how you become. That is the highest level. It's lab attendant, stoop kid, shit lord mm-hmm. in that order. Welcome back to the show. And now I think it is time <laughs> to spend the second half of the show talking about how fucked everything yeah. is. And when I say fucked, I mean sideways. Fucked. fucked. Ultra hyper fucked. Like, dude, I don't even understand. Like, it's not just one of those, you know, I feel boomerish and say, this is not the country that I grew up in. It legitimately it literally isn't literally the country is that, I, that I grew up in. It literally is not. And Leg- Jesus Christ, we're 35. Right. And shit has gone sideways so goddamn fast in this country, it makes my goddamn head spin. Uh, hang on, I gotta send Tom the link here. Ah, to join. Uh, I gotta put it in Notepad first so that you know, fucking Facebook doesn't lose its actual shit. Fuck, wrong button. No, dark, 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 and boom. There we go. Okay. Anyway. So we talked about before the break, we talked about how you actually take down companies that you hate. You don't take them down by telling people in the government to take over your life. You tell everyone else what they're doing that is obviously fucked or so act accordingly, folks. Take your money elsewhere if you want. Exactly. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to introduce you yet again to Mr. Tom Henderson, good friend Thomas. of us. Tom. Don't do that. 
Don't what? don't do that. What, Tommy? <laughs> Tommy. Thomas. Thomas. Oh, guys. Uh, how is your beer? What's up, brother? Well, it's in the fermenter. It's brewing. It'll be about two weeks before I can bottle bottle yep. it. Then another two weeks to let it carbonate, and then it'll be all good. <laughs> That's the fun part about beer. It's like, all right, you know, an hour hour or two worth of work, and then you let it sit for two weeks, then another hour or so, if that. Not even that. No, it's to go from fermenting to bottling. That's depending on how large the batch is. That's what, 15, 20 minutes? Yeah, probably. It's only two gallons. Oh, yeah. So it's the sort of kind of batches I usually do when I'm doing it. So, yeah, it's like a 12-pack or two. Yeah, exactly. I'm yeah. moving you up in the window here so people can see you so instead you're, you're of not hidden by the logo being behind not the, by the logo, again. the logo <laughs> you're talking into that microphone. It's, That'll it's, be your it's, microphone it's the system. We use it's randomly decides where it's going to put you in the screen, right? <laughs> I tried to pin it like so every once in a while when you pin one and then you unpin it, it like changes the order. It did not this time. So nope. that your microphone is the one in the logo right there. Very good. <laughs> nice. So Tom is talking to a nice Elvis style mic. Yes. <laughs> yeah. What is it? An S S fifty five. I think it's a by, sure. It's I don't a sure. Yeah. It's a, it's a something fifty five, and I can't remember. They the, still make them. Yeah, that's the fun yes, part. They you do. Can go down to Guitar Center, or Sweetwater, or don't. Sam Ash, or wherever your favorite local. Uh, hell, I, I don't know. Best Buy's uh, music. Amazon. Amazon. Don't even have the musical instrument division anymore. I don't know. Uh, and most of them had one that was like a, some of the stores they'd have like a mini guitar center. Yeah, and it, it was it, my buddy actually worked for it. Rob, the guy with the radio or with the uh, other studio, the guy oh, yeah. and I've been working together for almost twenty oh, yeah. goddamn years. That was when I met him, is we we went to go hang out. Yeah, was, yeah, and then we went over to the studio. That's how I met all yep. the guys. Yeah, and um, they did for a while, but only one one what they call concept of the stores. That's how they call it. they have a concept and then a number. Like I worked in a concept four, and I moved to a concept three and a half, which is three, and then a, a renovation that they did to join. To it was anyway. Uh, they're on like eight now or some crazy shit, and one of them had MI or musical instruments. This was the name of the department. MI department. Like, and then at the very next one, they didn't have it and they never put it in the old ones. Hmm. So like the, right. even the one that I was in was like, it's like 3.7 now or something like that after they bought Magnolia and yeah, yeah they had to put a, a Magnolia section in there. So they renovated the damn thing again for like the 18th millionth time. Like the home theater section in there. Yeah, that's how we did it in the first place. It was originally video and audio, two separate departments when I worked there. And that's then an they joined them. That's an interesting subject of in our modern world, everything's going to online shopping and everything. Like, okay, you buy stuff on Amazon. There are some things that brick and mortar stores very much will still have to be in existence for. Like what? Buying on clothes and buying electronics, such as a home theater system. I want to see what that TV actually looks like in person before I go drop $1,000 or however see, much I'm going to spend. On that see, you one. do, though. And even me, who worked at a home theater store for, what, four years total, Mm -hmm. and worked even longer at Guitar Center with professional audio, I still buy shit directly online. Like my 70-inch TV behind me, not in this room, obviously, but my 70-inch TV, I bought that off of reviews from people that that I trusted, watched it off YouTube videos and things like that. I got that motherfucker off Amazon. I would like to, when it comes to musical instruments, that's another fun part is, oh yeah, if I'm going to pick, if I'm going to go buy a guitar, for example, as I'm a bass player, 
It's like if I'm going to go buy a brand new, I don't know, jazz bass or Rickenbacker or whatever it is I'm going to get, I want to actually pick up the actual item I'm going to buy and play it before I put a single penny down on that. Thing. The only guitar that I wouldn't do is one of the ones, the bass that I want. It's a Hofner violin. With the Beetle bass, yeah. Beetle bass. I, I, I don't need to play that before. I just need to know that it has the proper pickups in it and send that shit to my house. Thank you. Appreciate you. Have a great day. I love that with, with I, I own two Fenders and it's like I have you know I got a Jaguar bass and an old 1979 vintage jazz bass and that thing is fun, but they have definitely changed the necks on jazz basses in the last 40 years because that 1979 is like a baseball bat behind the neck. <laughs> yes, <laughs> some bitch is a little bit slower than my Jaguar and it's like it should be the same damn thing because the Jaguar bass is a jazz bass that they just changed a couple things on the body shape and a few electronics like, but the neck is totally damn different. So picking up a bass and having it be like my 79 ah, jazz, is my, my headphones or Yank my uh, headphones yeah, up a thousand dollars or more on an instrument. I want to play it first. So like back here, right? That's All my, right, that's, oh, yeah. that's my PRS, right? It's a PRS SE, which was about 400 bucks or something like that. Brand new when it was brand new back in 2001. Okay. Um, side note about that one. When I took it to go see Paul, dad grew up with Paul. So we actually went up to the shop in Maryland to meet Paul and hang out and talk to him and, uh, Larry Urie and a couple of those guys. And he took it and he goes, Hey, Larry, is this one of the, hang on. He flips it over and looks at the serial number and it's a B serial number. A, Mm -hmm. there was only like 40 of them and they were given to people within the company. And then B was the first test run, right? Well, they're made in the Philippines, right? And the color that they sent was like this emerald blue. It was supposed to be more blue. That one is green, like hunter green. And it was wrong. So they chopped it right there. There's only like 400 or something like that of those. And he came up because is that a B? Yeah. All right. I, I was like, actually, I love that color. <laughs> so it's, it's a semi rare one, but you'll notice anybody that plays guitar, that's watching this and actually watching it on the, the stream here, you'll see that my pickups are black. And that is because I just finished a couple, like what a month ago or so putting EMGs in there. And that thing sounds godly. <laughs> oh my god you guys actually hear it every time you listen to the show that the track that i made the the um, green day cover with my buddy all the guitars in there are played by me and they're all played on that one well yeah, except for the bass there. which was played on this sound nice. gear over here nice so sounds godly anyway tom <laughs> we yep. got sidetracked welcome sir we were just <laughs> getting in uh, on our our least favorite thing ever mm. uh current events that is oh. correct sir <laughs> so that's gonna be a fun one to talk about yeah glad that you made it for that right <laughs> yeah we, we were kind of saving this one like right tom might be joining us and tom has a has a more than has about four cents to put in on this one yeah <laughs> so what i was yeah. what i was starting it with was We've all talked, we talked about before the break, (laughs) let me finish my promo. We, uh, before the break, we said that the best way to handle companies that do something you don't like is to not support them anymore, not to go out to the government and have the, you know, have the government take them down or whatever. And, and, you know, weed themselves into your personal life. You tell them, oh, you, you 
publicly said that you're not going to sell something to gay people because you don't agree with gay people. Well, that's fine. That's you. That's your decision. That's you're right. But we're going to tell everyone that exists and no one's going to buy shit from you. And that'll be the end of your company. That's how we win. Right. That's how that works. That's how the free market works. Free market, open market economy. That's how it works. So it's it's very similar to the way that our government has run for the last 200 and some odd years until recently, until the last probably three or so uh, uh, administrations. Yep. In in our in our lifetime, in our lifetime, starting starting around Clinton ish. Yeah. Maybe maybe a little H.W., you know, last five years there about. Yeah. So, you know, maybe started in the in the H.W. world. Pretty much everybody after Nixon or after um, um, Reagan. And your your response is the same way. You don't like the company won't sell to gay people or that they are racist or something like that. You just don't support them anymore. It's the same thing. If the the party or the people that run the party or whatever, if they're the ones that are ruining you, you simply don't support them anymore. That's how you fix this. And people don't believe in that anymore. They believe that they just need to change those things or the only option they have they're they're you know uh douche and you know giant douche and a turd sandwich right turd sandwich yeah <laughs> so if you hate the giant douche so much that you need the turd sandwich to get rid of the giant douche those your 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 two options seriously are a giant douche and a turd sandwich yeah it's like do you want to get fucked sideways or yeah. fucked vertically what you need is the douche the turd sandwich and filet mignon yeah or I'll, I'll settle for a fucking McDonald's hamburger. At that point, <laughs> at this point, give me a number three large <laughs> size with mayonnaise only. Hamburger would be a light years improvement. And Dude, put, admit it. You just want a White Castle slider. That'll cover it. No, yeah, because you still get yeah. Because at least you know it's like you know what you can deal with diarrhea because you know as long as you haven't you know hoarded all the toilet paper in society, we you can deal with the diarrhea. I, I yes, want I want a exactly. Chipotle burrito. Oh, now now you're talking good stuff. It's like that's God good food. It. Without being like fancy food. God Correct. damn it. Now I'm really hungry. You know what? I realized that I haven't even eaten dinner yet. It's 940 p.m. in the East Coast here. I'm very fucking hungry. We're on this show for an hour and 40 more minutes. <laughs> hour, 20 minutes. Sorry. Um, anyway, so that's, that's the solution to all of this is to just stop supporting. That's how you get rid of the problem. You but, vote with your wallet correct well in in the political sense it's also very similar as you're voting literally and you're also holding any kind of campaign donations you may have been giving now a lot of us we'd just be happy i could be i'd be happy if i made enough money that i could afford to do that shit but what what i need what the the thing that i want the most is someone to run that literally got no money from no one and could Donald Trump have done it? Sure. He basically kind of did. It was one of his things four years ago as he funded his campaign almost completely out of his own pocket. No, it was like his initial was, but he yeah. still got his only campaign donations were from end people, no, were from average citizens. That, that was, was the interesting thing. part about it is it was 
lots of individual donations and small amounts. Yeah, but that's the thing. He never asked for it. He didn't no. want it. But I mean, people still insisted. They were sending stuff to him saying, hey, we just want to help out, you know? Yeah. And voting that's the only people wallet in addition to voting, voting. Yeah, exactly. And the thing with him is like, take it take it four years later and during the fight even after the november election he still needed people to donate and i'm like for for what legal funds the only thing that makes any sense unless it was just all right i just want money but he has the he's same amount of, he's a billionaire why do i need to give him any money why does he still need our money why does any any did he spend all of it that he had raised before the election is another question it's like okay is there anything left over that you didn't spend on ads or whatever else and as you and i said during you know before the break we we talked about how you can you know work in in public service and while mm-hmm. the same public service people that like when i was a 911 dispatcher or a police officer i'm making like next to no money and the same public service field at the other end of it are making millions. Yeah. And, and never understand that. Accumulating through the normal W-2 that they're getting as a salary. Right. What do senators make like 90 on the side? What are senators make like 90 something or whatever? It's 174,000 a yeah. year for okay. senators in the house. Yeah. All right. So no, yeah, that. That is actually Congress. Yeah, that's Congress. I'm talking about at the state level. State level. Yeah. Uh, no idea. Yeah. In every the state's district, gonna be a bit different. District too. Level oh, probably. Reps, because dipshit AOC is the one she makes hundred and seventy four thousand a year. <laughs> exactly that. Uh salary. Here we go. <laughs> Folks, if you're not oh. watching, yeah. <laughs> if you're listening, not watching. It's like, you missed. Uh dude, this just got crazier. Now what? Now what? Stand by. Uh Richmond.com doesn't work. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ. The average pay for the two th- in 2018, <sighs> the average pay in 2018 for the Virginia State Senate was $73,281 okay. per year. Okay. Okay. You state that, level. Okay. That does, that does not even pay enough for you to live in Northern Virginia. You would have to live in the sticks with that amount of money in Virginia. Okay, yeah. hey, so keeping them, yeah, keeping them, you know, humble. I'll give them that much. Right, but and and when I, when you say humble, I'm even talking about how did that person amass so many millions to go then run for the presidency in one of the more affluent, you know, areas, you know, where all the money flows because everything flows through this area, and you're only making seventy five thousand dollars a year. Uh. When, yeah, or, so or, yeah. does not compute. Yeah. Does so, yeah, something's fucky here, folks. This math is hurting my brain. <laughs> I mean, literally, I have a pain right here. I think I'm actually getting a sinus thing, so I have like a stabby pain right here. Oh, you yeah. better be careful. You might have the virus. Might have the coronavirus. <laughs> oh, keep, my, keep my blood pressure low because ow, that really hurts. <laughs> like, I imagine the entire country's blood pressure is a little higher than normal in the past week or so. Oh, I'm sure. Yes. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. Anyway. Well, the fun part about all this is I'm looking at all the videos of everything that went down on Wednesday. And I have a f- more questions than answers. Because it was awful easy for an unarmed force to get into the United States Capitol in significant numbers. And then I go see the videos of the Capitol Police offering almost no resistance to let these when it comes to these people coming into the building. Yep. Here's a question I pose to you. Were those really Capitol Police or were they just people dressed up as Capitol Police, posing as Capitol Police? Good question. I'll see that. Well, that's where it gets. Because when Ashley Babbitt was shot, I've seen the video of it. She was shot by someone who was inside of the doors that they were right. breaking at the time. She was shot and there were multiple uniformed Capitol Police officers within 10 feet of her behind her. Right. They and on according the to the person who was there on the stairs right behind her. Yeah. And according to the person, another person who was there. Those officers were so surprised by what happened, they almost returned fire on their own comrade. Here's the real question, and correct me if I'm wrong, but the 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 officer that shot her, did he have a suppressor on his firearm? No. Because no, he did not. No, it's, it's I, it I looks like a standard Glock 17 or something yeah. similar. Yeah, it I was thought I standard. heard that he did, and I was like, "That's not standard." I've seen the video. There is no suppressor. Yeah, no okay. suppressor. No, it was I, a standard sidearm. I, I, I did not see the video. I just heard somewhere that he did not. Nah. I was like, um, "That's not standard <laughs> issue for <police laughs> no." Well, and, and <laughs> yeah, there was no suppressor. No, very similar well, to say. I saw was you saw the it was interesting. I saw it was a close up of a lot of the officers inside the house chamber, and they have candy stripe stickers on the sides of their pistols to help identify themselves as plain clothes to other officers yeah hmm. that's a rather interesting thing i'd never noticed before hmm. so because they're not in uniform they're plain clothes officers right. in suits and ties or whatever and when they draw down to identify them i guess to other friendlies and you know on their side of the engagement they have like red and white candy stripe stickers on the sides of the slide nice rather interesting i got a picture of it i'll send it to y'all that's yeah, interesting <laughs> Anyway, so, uh, yeah, uh, similar to, like, uh, the Vatican, okay? So, outside the Vatican, there's the Vatican City Police, right? Outside of that is, you know, Rome's police. Then you have Vatican City Police, which are inside there. But anything in the chapel is the Vatican Guard, okay? Yeah, the Swiss Guards. Very similar to here. We have DC Metro. Mm -hmm. We have... Capitol Police, which are inside of the Capitol, and, and then on the you have yeah, yeah on, the, and on the grounds, and then you have the Secret Service because the Vice President was on the premises as well. Yes, correct. That's the thing that really Secret Service cover cover all of those folks to get them into the tunnels, to get them on the train, get, whatever you're going to do, you get them, you know, take care of. That's the Secret Service. Outside of those those sealed doors is Capitol Police, and there were Capitol Police in there as well. Because I don't think the Secret Service carries Glocks; they're carrying Sig two twenty nines, which these are clearly Glocks. I mean, these are seventeens or nineteens or something along the in a different caliber along the same lines. You see the picture? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll show that to folks. There you go. Zoomed in picture there. Yeah, that's clearly a Glock, and that's what I'm talking about with the candy stripe sticker. There were there were three or four of these guys. These are the guys right there at the door of the house chamber. But the guy that shot inside, it did look like a two, two, nine style. No, thing. It, it looked more like a Glock to me. Uh, I don't it, know. It, it's what Capitol police all carry. 
is I believe they're I believe they're carrying Glocks. And that was I don't think that was a Sig. That looked much more looked too thin to be a Sig. Uh, uh, I don't know, you have to go see if you can find the video again or something. I am. Just, I'm not going to show it. On, little warning. You're yeah. I'm not going to show it on this thing. I'm just going to see if you can find it. Yeah. What video I saw, it looked like a Glock. Anyway, it's like, well, if I can, folks, if I can freeze frame it here. Before, I've actually, yeah, folks, about three years ago, I actually flew the speaker of the house from Madison, Wisconsin to DFW. That was cool. I remember that. No yeah. bullshit, folks. I have actually met the speaker, the previous speaker of the house. This is not Nancy Pelosi. This no. is Paul Ryan. Paul Ryan. Yeah. That was cool. That, video, that picture's Capitol Police detail who was escorting him and his son's home from his district in Wisconsin right after Christmas. That picture was awesome. Okay. Yes, it did sound like a fucking gunshot. That's because it was a gunshot. It was. Oh, is this it the other gunshot. video? The guy who's not actually looking through the window. Here. Yeah, this is not the one where they're actually looking. There's a video of them looking actually through the window. This is the other window. one. Yeah, that, this guy was right inside the door. And the, the really obnoxious thing is this is the one. That was the one where the guy, he then... Um, This is a different view, one that I haven't even seen yet. Mm. They're standing right here next to the cops. Yeah. I mean, there are other Capitol Police officers literally within 10 feet of this woman who was shot. Oh, they were leaving. Go! Bust it down! Huh. All right, that's not the video I wanted either. But still, a 14-year Air Force veteran, unarmed. Yeah. Unarmed. Yep. And that's the thing that everybody wants to try to characterize this as an armed, an armed insurrection, etc. It was a coup and everything. Folks, you see the size of the crowd that was on the Capitol Hill that day? If a quarter of those people brought their guns with them, we would have seen Congress members hanging from the gallery. I mean, folks, we would have had, you know, the cartels love to hang people from overpasses down in Mexico. Now, just imagine that shit inside the goddamn Capitol building. That's what a coup. Yeah. Would have looked like all of them would have been hanging. Yeah. From trees, from any any area that they could have been. Yeah. From any area that they could have been hung from, they would have been hanging. And and the guys, that, the guys who just, brought the flex cuffs, no. <laughs> if they really wanted to create some mayhem, they would have brought weapons as well. Folks, we're talking about January in DC. Pretty much everybody's wearing winter clothing. Yes. Not very difficult to conceal a pistol under that shit. It was very cold. If folks really wanted to create some absolute mayhem on Capitol Hill. They could have easily done it. And the Capitol Police or whoever it was dressed as cops, whatever, let them into the building. Yes, if they'd been they literally armed and keep those weapons concealed until they were inside the building in significant numbers. All of a sudden, we have absolute carnage. Yeah, and the then, literal one video that I saw, the police literally stepped back, pulled the barricades open, and somebody yep. was there, literally both hands over their head, waving them in. Yes. Dude, I cannot find this fucking video at all. I found all the other ones, but I can't find this one. Uh, damn she was 35 literally my same age
zero resistance offered by the people who are supposed to be the security folks yeah. on Capitol Hill. I'm looking at this going, it was that easy for an unarmed force to completely overrun the place. Sorry, what does but- that say to anybody who actually wants to go in there in force with weapons? It's like this was a session of Congress with the vice president in the same room. And it was that easy for them to get into the building. <laughs> Sorry about be, my about my loss about here. Not smell right. Sorry about be absolutely blind to think that that was not staged. I'm sorry. None of this smells right. Sorry no. about my uh, loss there. My Internet went crazy again. Yep. Went bonkers yeah. is what it is. And the, the crazy thing is that I solved all those issues the other day, uh, but apparently those are not the issues that are continuing, continuing with this particular machine. So, hmm. Drew, could you drop and then get back on? And the same so, thing with you, Tom, because I think that it will refresh the fact that your cameras are not working on my end. Whose? Both of y'all's. You want me to drop and get back? Oh, nope. you're good. And Drew's good. All right. Everybody's back. We're good. I'm back. And now we're flipped. So now Tom's away from the logo. <laughs> Whatever it takes. I don't care. Right, I, finally, I finally found the video. But yeah, the video I saw uh, looked like a Glock. Damn it. Um. All right. Let's see here. But yeah, folks, there definitely seem to be two sets of mentalities among the. Yeah, this is the one. If you look close to that thing, that sure looks like a Glock to me. Yes, it is. You're right. It's got the the dip the trigger guard shape, the too, trigger, yeah. the safe trigger, and the the dip in front. So yeah, it was a Glock as well. Yeah. So that, I'm pretty sure that's Capitol Police, unless Secret Service is changing what they issue now. Oh, and this guy's not in uniform. Yeah, he's he was in, another he's plain in a plainclothes guy. Those seem to be yeah. like I said. Okay, there are two very different mentalities among the Capitol police on scene that day. The uniform guys seem to be just like, all right, let them in. Don't offer any resistance. The guys in plain clothes, they had their guns drawn and pointed. Yes. Those guys were on a very different. They were not on the same page. Flash set of orders. They were not on the same page at all. No, which, and th- th- there's so many things about this that don't add up. Yeah. I'm sitting there going, yeah, okay. It's kind of weird that we have a force of group of people forcing their way into the Capitol. So, Oh, it's something that's never happened before. Maybe not at the U S Capitol, or maybe it did. Or maybe Remember two and a half years ago when Brett Kavanaugh had been nominated for the Supreme court. Remember how everybody stormed the Hart Senate office building, right? People cornered senators in elevators. Remember Jeff Flake, former Senator from Arizona. Somebody cornered him in an elevator. Remember Richmond. Yep. Remember, Madison, Wisconsin, nine years ago, mm-hmm. or 10 years ago now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Former Governor Scott Walker, I follow him on Facebook too. He basically just earlier today posted a bit about this. It was like, yeah, I remember what happened in the Wisconsin State Capitol. It literally was what we just saw on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Only difference is no shots were fired. Right. And then it was like, well, the picture from four years ago where that car was, you know, that limo was like a giant oh, yeah. flaming On thing. inauguration day four in, years ago. In yeah. D.C. Oh, yeah. Here. In D.C. And then the day after, we had the big rally where all the Hollywood crazy chicks were up on stage talking about they wanted to blow up the White House. Yeah. Madonna. That was Madonna. Mm-hmm. The next day after inauguration day four and, years ago. 
What was her name? So who was people holding talk the, about the peaceful transition of power in this country. Who was the one holding the the bloody head of Trump? Oh yeah, and uh, Kathy, Kathy Griffin. Kathy Griffin. Griffin. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then four months after Donald Trump takes office, a Bernie Sanders campaign volunteer shoots up a baseball field in Virginia with a bunch of Republican members of Congress on it. Yep. Yep. Remember Folks, you want to talk about the peaceful transfer of power in this country? We it doesn't didn't have one four years ago. Yeah. But that now they're screaming for one. That peaceful transition still hasn't went through. No. Right. That peaceful transition. Yeah, it's still transitioning. I mean, even now them talking about doing another impeachment trial. <laughs> and Why? Because he told people to talk peacefully? Right. No, their plan is, and they've specifically drawn it out, if Trump gets in the impeachment is successful, number one, he will be immediately removed from office, no waiting till the 21st. Second, because of that, he will not be able to run in 2024. Well, that's he said the big he wants thing. To do. But that's here, what they want to do. But stand by. That's only if he's convicted. And that's Correct. what. Is that my cat or somebody else's cat? Anyway, I don't have a cat. Not mine. It, that's that's the thing. So he can be impeached all day in the next 12 days until, you know, the 20th. That's perfectly fine. If he isn't convicted of anything. But if well, he's not convicted in that 12 days, then they can go fuck off. Because you can't convicted even after he's out of office. By the way, you can't impeach a former president, folks. Doesn't matter yeah. if it was recently former or a guy who hasn't been in office for 20 years. Sure. What's the point? What the point is to remove him from play from 2024. Yeah. The idea being, all right, once everybody sees what the Democrats are all about when they're in charge and they're getting their way. America is going to be running back to the guy four years from now. Mm-hmm. That's what they're scared of. That is if things aren't, if the fix isn't already in. Agreed. But think people may be running back in enough numbers that no fix is going to stop it. Yeah, That's the true. thing they're really worried about. But this is, this also, is the thing. People might start looking going, hmm, maybe the shit. Yeah. It's like, all of a sudden looking around. I was like, did you vote for him? Did you vote for him? It's like, no, nobody's going to actually go out and say, yeah, okay, wait a minute. And people are going to start asking enough questions. You're going, yeah. hey, wait a minute. Maybe he was right about some of this shit. Maybe but, we should have looked into this instead of just dismissing it as, oh, you know, get over it. You lost. Maybe some shit really was fucky and people are going to start asking more questions. But here's the problem. The, the vast majority. And when I mean vast, I mean, biblically vast are not going to because the news is going to start. It's going to stop talking about it and it's going to drop off of everybody's news feed on their favorite social media. fuckboy worlds. It's going to go away after the 20th, unless something crazy goes on. That's it. It's going to disappear. It's done it a bunch of times in the, the last shiny 20 years. comes along. Exactly. That's why they did the, the whole, oh my God, virus thing. We're all going to die of everything of probably you they're not talking about that. Right. <laughs> what's dropped out of the fucking news conversation in the last I four did days. See, I did see one article just a little while ago where they were calling it an ultra spreader event on last week with 500, 500 or a million people. Yeah, that <laughs> ultra spreader. So a hundred million PR, uh, 1 million people now have the virus. Yes. As of exactly. today, like mm. new ones today. <laughs> yes. All in one day, they all get the virus. It's a bullshit. new record, I guess. Bullshit. <laughs> Triple levels of bullshit. 
I'll be I will laugh my ass off if if it doesn't really do any kind of spread like nobody showed up with it or whatever and spread it for one of the least deadly viruses in history of man. Anyway, um, they're going to be like, oh, you know, those numbers should have been in the hundreds of thousands. And there was like 20. No, just not 20,000, 20. <laughs> Guess we can't have, you know, concerts anymore because 20,000 people together versus a million, literally a million, literally. Oh, we just call it down. Folks, all we have to do is just call it a peaceful protest. Right. That's all I ever since what, you know, April, we've been saying that like, oh, we can't get all get together. But, you know, if you have a protest, you can burn down half your city. Yeah. And that's cool. The entire city or the entire city. You can basically yeah, you can burn down police stations. You can burn down private businesses, whatever the fuck you feel like. You can as long as you call it a peaceful protest or you're politically correct in your cause. And you can secede from the union until you run out of food. Uh huh. (laughs) It's That's really happened funny. twice now because I think in there was Portland, one in Portland yeah. as well. Yeah, Seattle Chaz, and Portland. Chaz, and what was the one in Portland called? Uh, it's currently uh, going or whatever it was. I don't. Even, I don't even know. Is anymore. it still going <laughs> on right now? Yeah. See I, how quickly we forget things. Uh huh. Because other crazy shit happens, and they're going. All right, folks, we're getting fucking fire hosed with all the craziness. Like, hang on, what is the status of the thing that we were just looking at yesterday? Okay, new shiny object. So, yeah. oh, chop. Well, yeah. that was no, that was Seattle. Yeah. So, Chaz is the second one. Chaz 2.0 <laughs> is happening in Seattle. Chaz 2.0 in Portland. Shot. So, yeah, you can literally. This content from the union, isn't though. available right now. Why? Because it was blocked by the fucks at Facebook. Mm hmm. Because we don't so want to spread violence. Mm. So, Potter, when's your state going to secede from the union? I'm ready to vote now. Yeah. Vote. Yesterday. G- there can't be votes in this. <laughs> no, no, dude. All you have to do is put a bill up in front of the entire Texas population. Yeah. And it's like, and it'll happen. Yeah. Uh, so I'm in this one about uh, supporting Texas. I'll add it. I'll add yeah. you. You're, you're on me. We so I'll add you to it. It's really good. Yeah. Um, but I need to get on me. as I need to finally get around to that okay. again. It's like parlor. I started learning it and it's like, Oh yeah, this is yeah, The interface is similar, but different to Twitter. So learning the ins and outs of that and how shit is displayed is like, Oh yeah, it's not the algorithm that decides, okay, what we think you, you want to know. It's literally what was the most recent shit. Correct. And it's like and, only and that way. Me. We is basically the same thing, but the interface is much like Facebook. Yeah. So it's basically the replacement for Facebook and Twitter. Yeah, and yeah, how long yeah. is it going to be before Apple and Google take that down? Well, that's uh, another thing we didn't even Parler, mention, folks. Parler yeah. already took uh, was a taken down by Google Play. Google, yeah. I think Apple did the same thing as yeah. Google they nuked it done from their app store, yet. and app, uh, Apple's nuking it from there. So the website version, if you do it the old fashioned way, still well, works. As and far you as can I download, know. you can download the the remote or the apps APK directly from yeah. the, the website for Android only because you can't install third party APKs on, on Apple devices. No, but no, you but can, what you can do is you can, or you can do what I did. Just go to the website. Guess what? Create a home screen link. Yep. Yeah. Boom, it, it, it has the same icon, everything. You just open it up, log in, stays logged in and it looks just like the app. Yep. That's why M dot your whatever your website ends up working out pretty well. Yeah, bro. Ugh. 
so now they've so, kicked off like an ancient Chinese curse. May you live in interesting times. <laughs> They're more than more than interesting enough for me, folks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> See, I'm good. I don't know how much more interesting they need to get before we all start saying, "Okay, lock and load." Shit right. is going sideways, folks. But and if you think it can't happen, think again. And this Question is why is, I have going to fire the first shots. And this is why I I have well the first shots were already fired by the the Capitol Police. True. The shot heard round the world was fired by Capitol Police into a a a, a woman's An fucking chest and neck. Who's our age or and was our age? Was she? Yeah, was shot in the neck. Yeah. But nobody, like everybody's, like, ooh, rabble, 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 and then quiet. Yeah, she was a terrorist who was unarmed. Right. Usually you, terrorists have weapons. Usually terrorists go and get Nikes. Yeah. And TVs. Don't forget TVs. Oh, TVs. Yeah. Nikes and TVs. Like when they started okay. stealing the Nikes, I started laughing. I was like, man, that is the most 90s thing ever. Go steal them <laughs> Air Force Ones. Fuck yeah. Go get well, you some Jordans. So the people that did the Air Force Ones, those are those made sense because they're not serialized. They can go and sell those on eBay and make themselves a pretty penny. You go and steal a TV and they're like, oh, this cereal is, you know, is taken up. Now they're going to find the cereal being sold somewhere. Yeah. And if you ever register and if you don't sell it and you, but you decide to use it, if you ever decide to register it, yeah. or hook it to the Internet anyway, as a smart TV is host. You're fucked. Dumbasses. Anyway, uh, if you're checking out the show, don't forget you can chat in the chat window. You can also give us a call if you would like to call at 833-441-2220. That's 833-441-2220. I also reached out to uh, Mr. Dan B. on uh, on Parlor and asked him if he wanted to join our radio show. Mr. Bongino? Yes. Nice. <laughs> I probably won't hear a response, but you know, oh, Jesus, he is such a big deal. I would, <laughs> I'd be stunned. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be absolutely right. stunned. Be like, Oh like, shit, yeah. Man, I'd sure, be stunned I'll if Tom freaking McDonald finally got it back to us. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> uh, Mindy would join. I'd be stunned if we can get our entire damn chat group to join on a show. <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> and no rain. The first two shows we had like, oh yeah, we had a couple people join in remotely and just sitting there going, hmm. That was what back in September? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No, but Dan Dan Bongino, man. I just watched some of his videos. He's brilliant with the way yeah. he's handling this. <laughs> you know who I haven't seen a whole lot of even during all this? Uh has been um um what's his name? Super fast talking Jewish guy. Mark Levin? No. Oh, uh, Ben Shapiro. Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen Ben Shapiro during all this. Did they also cancel all his shit? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. They're, reorgan- they're redoing the Daily Wire. They're moving out to, uh, I think, moving to Nashville or somewhere in Tennessee, I think. Good. They're moving out. Yeah, they're in, like, I think, I want to say LA. And they've relocated. To t- they're relocating to Tennessee. So, I mean, they're still going, as far as I know. The Daily Wire hasn't shut down at all. Uh, yeah. And he just pay- posted eight minutes ago. A woe yeah. about Apple threatening parlor. Yeah, that's that. That's a rather interesting thing, folks. Is okay. Not only your Facebook and Twitter saying you can't say this shit. Now Apple and Google are saying their competitors have to censor what's on their platforms, or you won't be allowed to be listed in our app store. Well, and- so now we've got a couple of big tech companies saying you can't do this. Now we got other big tech companies trying to destroy the competitive nature of the market. 
well, for and, spurious reasons. And for infrastructure standpoint. And, you know, if you dip on Apple, whatever, you do it like Tom just said, you know, do it that way, whatever. Uh, uh, Android, you got the APKs you can download and install. It's fine. It's whatever. Uh, however, they are hosted in AWS and Amazon mm-hmm. just joined the fight. Yeah. So that's yet another tech giant. At some point, we're going to see what happened to AT&T 40 years ago happen again. Mm-hmm. They got they got reached out and touched. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Government's going to reach out and touch you. It's a little thing called antitrust, folks. Great. Something to keep the market fair. And that's one of the few things that I actually agree with when it comes to government do meddling in the markets. Like, all right, everybody's got to play by the rules. Everybody's got to have some kind of moral center. Otherwise, the free market doesn't fucking work. That's their plan, though. They don't want it to work. <laughs> exactly. Something called the Cloward Piven strategy. Well, something, yeah, have... it's something that was cooked up by left-wing college professors back in the 70s. The idea being destroy all the institutions and destroy all the things that we rely on as a society, things that we're familiar with, all the cornerstones and all the pillars, and eventually everything comes crumbling down. Mm-hmm. Erode it from within. Yep. We're literally shooting ourselves in the foot in the foot. Yep. Repeatedly. And we're just waiting for the headshot at this point. Yeah, at this point we're sitting around, all right, folks, enough you know, enough fucking around. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, and see that's ju- I have yes, Rico. I have zero faith. Zero faith. That even it's if gonna like, be in small numbers. And that the, it, it, those small numbers will just get squashed and that'll stop the further numbers from ever happening. That's my point is that it all people, depends on how they get squashed. If they get squashed in a way that the Boston massacre inspired people, then you might see more of it. My, my point is I know the human condition in the United States right now. Yeah. Today. Yes. We're today. not talking about 1770. We are talking about today. Correct. If people are watching the news and the news will definitely show that, if somebody mm. stands up and then and the 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 you know cops or military or somebody comes in and wastes them all and calls them you know terrorists and we stopped this terrorist threat, well anybody else thinking about you know oh well, we're going to stand up on our own and and stop this from happening, they just won't anymore because then they're too afraid. The real question I have that I was thinking about earlier: what would it take? for the police and the military to turn on these people as well and go with a group of people like, for example, us, you know, and, and stand up for taking back what has been taken from us. That's a good question. It would have to be something so egregious that the average cop or soldier would be motivated to start talking in groups and talking to their friends over beers after work. Or on their Facebook. This is wrong. Are we the baddies? (laughs) Are we the baddies? Right. (laughs) But (laughs) each person, each police officer, I've had to read it too, right? That each person vows to hold up the Constitution of the United States. Mm -hmm. Each each one of them. Every member of the military, every member of the police force. Every member who's an employee of the government at every level, especially in law enforcement, but every elected official as well. Oath. Swears the same oath to protect the Constitution, whether it's a state constitution, if, yeah, 
if they're a state legislator. But again, they all have to swear to protect the United States Constitution because mm-hmm. that supersedes everything. Correct. Except we're specifically annotated. Supreme. From all threats, foreign and domestic. I mean, Correct. seriously, I don't, I don't know how much more straightforward it can be. Right. But then the, the threats domestic, because they people have been quoting that, right? And they've been like, oh, it's all threats, foreign and domestic. Well, they've been saying that because they have painted things that happened like the other day as domestic terrorism. And sometimes you have to you have to stand up to to domestic people. These are terrorists. Wait. So the same, you know, the same situation, however, violent and murderous and multi-million dollar destructive that wasn't terrorism billion dollars wasn't wasn't domestic terrorism we haven't been seeing domestic terrorism on one side of this equation for for years (laughs) specifically seven months is when it really kicked off memorial day like yeah it got worse then but like for the last four years it jumped into yeah that's when it kicked off and went into fucking hyperspace burning down all the things yeah Hold whole different Bernie man, Burning Man. That was mentioned because of the murders. Remember that, right? Theft, property destruction, couple of dozen murders. All but of this has been cool. going on, and that's not domestic terrorism, apparently. Nope, that is when standing people up. Go the, people go into the Capitol building and take selfies with the Capitol police officers. That's terrorism. That's apparently domestic terrorism. Correct. I'm looking at so, this going. Hmm, so what folks. was nine? What was nine eleven? Yeah, it was international terrorism. Well, I, that might just be uh, uh, Muslim people standing up against the United States for for not liking them. See, I mean, if you mm-hmm. use that logic, you just flipped it. What was, the old, what, was, what was the old saying? One man's terrorist is another man's freedom fighter. Exactly. <laughs> Question is, you look at okay, some examples. Whose freedom are they fighting for? In, if you look at every specific example and all the different mm-hmm. sides to each different conflict, you're going, all right, so if they're a freedom fighter, whose freedom are they fighting for? Exactly? Right. That's a great question. <laughs> I look at some of these outlets and I'm sitting there going, yeah, clearly you're not fighting for any sort of freedom whatsoever. You're fighting for power so that you can oppress people with your ideology. All right. So let's talk about it from a Star Trek, uh, from a Star Trek standpoint here real quick. Um, you guys remember the, the conflict of Bajor, right? Yeah. yeah. And how uh, Picard and the Enterprise had to go and find somebody on the uh, on the Bajoran side to talk to, right? Mm-hmm. And they were going to go to this one person, and that's who that was the figurehead. So liken that to like Saddam Hussein or Osama bin Laden. Right. Yeah, that's I'd say, yeah, Bin Laden would be more of a yeah because Saddam Hussein was the president of his country. Osama Bin Laden was not the leader of any actual nation. He was the leader yeah. of a but terrorist organization, was, as we would call it. But from another perspective, he he was yeah, the leader, the leader right? of that group, the figurehead, the money guy. Okay. Now, if you were going to go talk to Kiev Falur, who was the name of the guy from Bajor in the show. He was the one who actually got people together, actually got them to go to different places and blow shit up and kill people and phasers going all over the place and stuff like that. There was when they were fighting during the Cardassian occupation. Right. So you've got this guy who is literally giving phasers to people and coordinating them all to go and, and, and warp over to all these other plants and do crazy shit. Right. That's the general. That's the person actually running the show. The other guy is the queen, 
figurehead. Parliament's doing all the work. Queen is just a figurehead. You're going to go talk to the queen about, hey, we need to do this. We need to do that. We need to do this. You need to make all sure right, you I'll do this. Talk to the prime minister. Or we'll smack <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah, let me go talk to all of parliament. When your your thing should be, all right, you know, I'm going to go talk to parliament my damn self. Mm-hmm. Cut out the middle, man. Just go straight to the freaking people who actually are doing things in terms of actual action. So take like take like the whole virus horse shit, right? Mm-hmm. President Trump and his cabinet set up Operation Warp Speed. Yep. And for the first time in human history, the the quote unquote vaccine, which has actually killed a lot of people now, uh, the vaccine was created in seven months. Yeah. And already began distributing. And President Trump had said, well, we're going to get 20 million out by the end of the year. Right. Who stopped it? The Democrat state governors. Yes. They said, oh, we've got plenty of these things, but we'll keep them in ice storage or sub zero storage somewhere because we're going to give it to the healthcare workers first. We're going to give it to the 85 and older folks that have, you know, complications and shit. We're going to give it to all assuming this vaccine isn't going to kill them in the process. Right. And we're going to cover all of these people statewide before we open it up to other people. By then, by the way, something probably happened to all those those vials and like that one person who decided just to leave them out on the counter and destroy them because fuck you, you know, whatever. That was dick move, but you know, she was standing up for what she believed, right? Okay, whatever. Dick move. My point is that there's all of these vials for these things that you say is going to save the whole planet. And there's literally millions of them sitting around, but you're not giving them out because you want to make the orange man look bad. Yeah. Even though his plan and everything that his uh, uh, cabinet did got you those vials in seven fucking months. Yeah. I mean, you are literally killing people to, 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 to make political for political gain. You are literally killing people right now. Yeah. This minute, there is somebody dying right this minute because of this. What was the other thing that was a couple months ago? Was it hydroxychloroquine, the malaria medication that happens to knock this thing back and actually seems to work pretty damn well? As a treatment. Oh, it's so dangerous. You can't have people taking this. Uh, It's a generic malaria medication. It's been around for over 50 years. Right. And And it costs like cents, pennies on the dollar to make. Correct. It's a generic medication. It's something that an average dose is less than $5. If even that. And it's because they gave it to the, the orange man. Yeah, because they didn't want the orange man to get any credit. They're like, hey, by the way, you might want to look into this. It's like, no, it's not. He's like, no, 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 that's no. You know, we got to keep everybody scared shitless. Orange. It can't be a simple solution like that that gets a handle on this thing. Orange man, bad. Yeah. Yes. Rabble, rabble, rabble. Rabble, rabble, and orange man. And all these doctors right there, they're going, okay, folks, um, nobody knows who to fucking believe anymore. No. Because everybody's motivations are at cross purposes. Right. We don't know who to trust anymore when it comes to any kind of information in our society anymore. Drew, I would like to give you this because you actually segued into my final 30 minute thing that, you know, I wanted to bring you guys into. And that was 
perfect segue. I no, ladies and gentlemen, I did not. No, there's I no. Knew, I don't even know where. Honestly, I don't even know where he's fucking going with this, folks. There was yeah. no script. I'm as much in the dark as you are. If he asked me to get another random rant, it's like, hey, what's your rant? I'm like, I don't have one fucking prepared, man. Don't put me on the spot, please. <laughs> there's no scripts. We we remove the condom and you know just directly straight in. Open up that chocolate yeah, starfish. We, we bear back that shit. Yes. Um. <laughs> Yeah, welcome to the show, Tom. (laughs) (laughs) So um, my point is that there is zero trust anywhere with anything. Yeah, you could get it straight from the horse's mouth, like actually listen to somebody say something and it is taken as fake news or false information or Facebook's favorite cocksucking bullshit fact check out of context. They don't know what the word context means or yeah. missing information. Yeah. Precisely. Now my thing is about that, you know, if they would have stayed on the same train of thought through this whole thing and quit changing the subject and changing their whole, what, I don't know if they quit changing their minds every two minutes, you know, and quit quote unquote crying wolf. People would understand them. Yeah. Yeah. And people would believe them. You know, people would follow these mandates and directions without questioning them. Yeah. Well, and see, this is, this is the money thing. This is the greed thing. If I work for Fox news and I want everybody to check out my article I'm going to put some thing where it's, oh, you know, President Trump won this and it was amazing. This is great. Even though the if it bleeds, it leads sort of headline. Yeah, absolutely. Clickbait. But I made a lot of money off of that. Now I'm going to go to CNN side and I'm going to say President Trump will probably spend 300 years in jail for this. You know, obviously that one makes no sense because you can't spend 300 years in jail. Yeah, but. It makes no sense, but everybody would eat it. They'd be like, holy shit, what's this one? Click ad space. Yeah. And it has nothing to do with it. It's total clickbait. Yeah. Or they put a headline out there that says one thing. And then if you actually read the article about eight paragraphs in, they state something that completely undermines the very premise of the the headline. Exactly. Like, 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 look at this going. Okay. Like, I literally will put a quote. Somebody will put it. We'll have an article, have an argument online. This happens all the time, folks, no matter which side of the aisle you're on. Somebody will put up an article as a rebuttal rebuttal to your argument. A rebuttal. Then you actually read the article <laughs> beyond the headline, and then you quote them. And it's like, it's like, it's like that's bullshit. They're like, oh, no, that's wrong. I'm like, I literally, I put a quote from the article you just linked to completely undermining what you're trying to argue. Right. You undermine your own argument with the shit you put forward to try to reinforce it. This happens all the fucking time. And this is what passes for journalism in our society today, folks. Dude, like Walter Cronkite is spinning in his grave. Shit, dude. You can make electricity. Just hook a dynamo up to him. All day. It's fucking insane. And, you can charge a Tesla with that much fucking power. Right. <laughs> Edward R. Murrow, Walter Cronkite, all these legends of journalism who are no longer with us, they, they wouldn't recognize what passes for journalism today. Nope. Not in the least. Nope. And then you have the other aspect of things. Anonymous sources say, right. Why are they anonymous? The anonymous sources might as well be voices in the author's head. Yeah. (laughs) 
It's like, oh, well, and I got issue sources. And they 48 hours later at 2 in the morning to keep the lawyers off their ass. Yeah, so, yeah, when I see that, I'm just like, yep, yeah, skip. And like, guess what? CNN's running with it. You'll see it on every TV and every fucking airport in this country. It's like, oh, oh, this is all we're going to talk about. Meanwhile, all the passengers are sitting here getting riled up and then getting on my fucking airplane. Right. Now my flight attendants have to deal with these pissed off passengers who are already getting fucked by the people they bought the ticket from. And now they're getting pissed off by what's on the fucking news and what they think is going on in the world. And their stress levels have gone up. Folks, I this is, here's my rant, folks. It's like, <laughs> I didn't, yeah, we were segueing into this shit, and Ron didn't even tee it up. I'm hang like, on, right, folks. hang on. Anonymous sources <clears throat> say, <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, anonymous sources say, folks, like, yeah, it's like for those of you who haven't noticed, it's like, okay, between the shirt and the fucking coffee mug and all this other fun shit, and it's like, yeah. By the way, that's what I do for a living, folks. I fly airplanes, I fly airliners, so people pay money to get on my airplane. And then they have to obey all the different rules that airlines and the TSA and airports, everything. This is, by the way, before the virus even was a thing. All the different rules you have to follow in order to fly on an airliner. Thank you. Many things have been fucked up for many years by many different people causing all these new rules and restrictions on everyone's lives. 9-11, shoe bombers. 9-11, shit that happened before 9-11, that, everything else. Shoe bombers. I remember when I was a kid, when I could... Say my dad was coming back from a business trip. Me and my mom would go pick him up. We could All go the to the time. gate and watch Thank the airplane pull in. Dad go, and I go through the metal detector, walk straight to the damn gate, no problem. Where we're meeting dad as soon as he get walks off the fucking jet bridge. So you know, a lot of people would actually go to like the mall and do a mall walk, and that was their mm-hmm. their exercise. De- my dad yeah. and I did an airplane or airport walk. We would go to right. Washington Dulles International Airport and go out to the C and D console uh, concourse when it was the only one out there and walk the length of it twice. Yep. And that was our exercise. I was like seven. So we would go up to the window and see the big 747 out there. United airlines. Oh my gosh. It's so cute. I was a nerd about airplanes. Right. Yeah, and well, then, I think all of us are guys. Like, right. out of folks, group, just so you know, <laughs> out of this whole group, all three of us It's like, yeah, we've hit the trifecta. Yes. It was it was glorious. I missed the airport walks. Yeah. Obviously, Man, even I remember I remember at Cleveland Hopkins when I was a yep. kid. Me and my dad used to go up there, go down the concourse. I can't remember what concourse, B concourse or something like that. And there was a big observation deck up there. You could just go up there on the roof of the concourse and watch airplanes taxiing yep. around. Right. I remember first time the only time I've ever been to Hawaii. I don't know if Honolulu still has this. It was an outdoor inside security outdoor section of the airport. Totally open air, overlooking the big ramp area in between the terminals and everything. And you just sit there watching airplanes come and go all the time with the tropical breeze in your hair. That's cool. Yeah, when, I, when I was there in, let's just say it was about 30 years ago, mm-hmm. we landed on, on the big island in Kona. Literally, there. The, Very nice. the baggage claim area was two grass huts. Oh, yeah. It's a tiny. And I've been to so many places in the Bahamas that are the same story. It's this tiny little airport. But the, the funny thing is a TriStar landed there. L1011. Nice. Yeah. That's the fun part about Hawaii, is especially back in the day, it was nothing but heavy metal flying in and out of the yeah. place. You had metal. to have a pre engine airplane at least just to fucking reach the joint safely. Exactly. Right. <laughs> Again, folks, airplane nerds, you're just like, yes. why, do we, why do you need three engines? Well, there's this little thing called extended twin engine operation procedures, or ETOPS. It says if you have a two engine airplane, well, you can only have to be within 60 minutes of land, no matter where you go. 60 Correct. minutes flying time on one engine if an engine fails. Well, then they extended that. To, I think it was to 180, and I think they're now up to 300 
I don't even know what the hell it is nowadays. It's like, yeah, we've got airplanes that have gotten engines that have gotten so reliable. You can fly five hours away from land, which means you don't have to follow the coast crossing an ocean. You can take the shortcut right across. Yep. Save money, save gas, save time because of technology advancing. Meanwhile, in order to get on the fucking airplane, you basically have to fucking strip yourself naked and get scanned by a goddamn alcove of scanners. And folks, I've seen the damn screens as to what these some bitches look like. They can tell what goddamn dick size you are. They can tell if you're circumcised or not. Yep. And people now have to do this every single time they buy a ticket for huge amounts of money, which by the way, if you're complaining about how expensive airplane tickets are, I'm underpaid. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Drastically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's like those brand new shiny airplanes that you're like, I don't want to fly in this old airplane. It looks, you know, old. It smells kind of funny. And I'm just like, hey, it's clean, guys. It's a they little louder than the other ones. MD80 is for brand example. new BMW. Yeah. It's like, okay. It's like my 19 my year old Corvette runs just fine. I don't need a brand new BMW. Yeah, exactly. I don't need a brand new BMW or Mercedes or any of that shit. No, no, no. My Corvette is fine. And a year from now, some bitch is going to be completely paid off. In which case, I can do whatever the fuck I want with it. I don't care about it. I'm not servicing the debt anymore, so that's more money in my pocket every month. And that's the one fun part about airlines. Because we used to have airplanes that were completely paid for. They were a little older, a little louder, used a little more gas, needed a little bit more maintenance. But you weren't making payments on them anymore. No more lease payments, no payments to the bank, no financing involved. Airplanes paid for like your house if you bought it cash or you finally after 30 years or 15 years or however paid off your mortgage all you're paying at that point is property taxes utilities and upkeep so it makes life a lot easier to deal with we had plenty of those airplanes in multiple fleets across the airline industry and this is and where park them because people will complain oh this airplane's old it's a little loud i'm like okay so now you're going to complain about how much the ticket costs because by yeah. the way new airplanes aren't cheap folks one i fly is 40 million dollars a copy but here, a little one but think about this for a second okay i just did some some uh maths okay uh same inflation calculator that i always use yeah the cost of an airline ticket back in 1980. This is a is fun statistic, folks. Way the fuck higher. Way, way. Average round trip domestic ticket in 1980 cost $592.55. And it's the exact same face value today, 40 years later. No, it is way, way lower. Face value? way lower stand by i'm almost done even with bag fees water fees oxygen fees and whatever else fee that spirit charges yeah really get up and take average, a leak fee yes the Bring average an bag if you're not actually flying naked exactly the <laughs> average cost in 2010 was 337 dollars and 97 cents Okay. So in 30 years, the price actually went down by 200 and some dollars, no. despite the fact that inflation went high. Right. So it went down by $200 in just the number. Okay. Now I yeah. did an so inflation. We're talking less than half the God cost. fucking damn it. Shut up for a second. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. All right. From 1980, using that same number, 592.55, calculating there was an inflation rate of 215% since 1980 to 2020 We're meaning 1200 bucks 1871 dollars for an average round trip ticket 
Domestic, okay. folks. Domestic. Uh, the inflation so from 2020. Five times? Yeah. Five times what it is today? Uh, no. 1800 versus 340 something? No. That's about five. 600. Five-ish. 600. Three times. The average cost in 1980 was $592.55. Okay, face value today versus inflation adjusted from 1980. So 1800 or whatever is what 1980 cost in today's money. Today's what cost? 340 something? Uh, today's three, ticket? Three, 337, which today, uh, between 2010 when this was made in 2020, it was about 400 bucks. Okay, so 400 bucks versus 1800 bucks. So Correct. we're talking four and a half times. Yeah. Yeah. Four and a half X the cost today <laughs> 40 years ago versus today folks mm-hmm. no wonder i'm so underpaid folks no wonder i've been doing this for 12 years and i haven't cracked six figures yet right <laughs> and think about it back then that like uh even you know airline captains domestic back then were making triple figures oh yeah and that was back in 1980 a hundred thousand dollars back in 1980 you know just just skimping the the top of the there the very start of the triple figures was three hundred and fifteen thousand dollars a year today, and That's those wide body captains are making today what three fifteen? Yeah, thereabouts. Holy shit! Like junior wide body captains. Like we're talking the highest end of the pay scale at for any domestic airline pilot. Now, granted, FedEx and UPS are still making more because. Boxes don't bitch, and apparently they pay better. Because you got all these. That's another fun thing, folks. You got FedEx and UPS flying around, and airliners that all the passenger carriers said were unprofitable. Right. You got DC tens. You got Airbus three hundred, seven fifty seven, seven sixty seven, seven twenty sevens. I think they finally parked the seven twos, the last of those. I think FedEx and UPS are finally done with those. Yeah. But they they basically taken a whole bunch of former passenger jets. Yep. They still fly that, but the seven two they parked. Yeah. So a bunch yeah. of former passenger jets that the passenger airlines said were unprofitable and FedEx and UPS are out there stacking cash and paying their pilots better than any other airlines in the country. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're sitting here going, hmm, maybe they should charge more for fucking passenger tickets. Maybe you're just not charging enough, folks. And it's like, oh, I can't believe I spent $340 on an airplane ticket. And I'm like, folks. Well, it's like we've done before, like uh, uh, average cost of milk in 1980. Okay. Oh, yeah. And this this is this is the thing. So cost 40, of 49 cents. Uh, milk, $2.16 in 1980. Okay. And shit, that's what, six bucks or something today? Six dollars and eighty-two cents, and the milk that I just bought the other day was two sixty, I think, or something like that. And people yeah. bitch about it, dude. Like some milk of these the things, of the price it was right. You have to understand that these numbers that you're bitching about, you're bitching about them, but the the um, percentage of what it takes out of your wealth is fucking insanely low than what they used to be. As things, you know, people do R&D and stuff like that. They're trying to save money that this right here, this is how you display that people are making money hand over motherfucking fist in their manufacturing side. So that milk 216 back then is worth 682 now, and they're only charging still 260 or whatever it is, right? Yeah. So barely a third, barely a third. That means that in order to make the same profit margin 
on that $6.82 worth of milk back then, they got to have chopped that down into like a fraction of amounts that it used to cost. How are they making money on milk? Right. Right. (laughs) We're wondering, okay, folks, how the fuck are they making money on milk at that price? Exactly. So it's, it's not, ladies and gentlemen, it's not about the numbers. It's about the value that mm-hmm. you're getting okay you go and buy something from china right because 99 percent of the things that we purchase are made in fucking china yeah the chinese you know world over there it's it, they they don't treat their people very well <laughs> i think that's been proven <laughs> ron that may be the understatement of the goddamn millennium <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know it's <laughs> who oh boy <laughs> But my point is that they don't pay them very much. So the companies that want to build this this random jacket are spending $6 on that jacket to make it. And that's a damn nice jacket. What do they sell it to your fat ass for? $137. And they put it on a, on a, on a, a model and everybody wants it. And they're all jacking it until they get this fucking jacket, right? Well, that, that giant amount of profit is going into their pockets and the value of whatever it was is drawn up by them they just say it's worth this not and if someone is willing to pay it then yes and they're 100 percent correct it's the same thing with our money yeah our greenbacks are only worth what they say it is and that people accept so that same gallon of milk, the only reason they didn't jack it up to six dollars and eighty two cents from two sixteen in nineteen eighty is because people people would bitch about it. Yeah. Could they have? Absolutely. And it would still cost you the same value in your wealth as it did in nineteen eighty. But they didn't because they didn't want you to bitch to the point where you're gonna stop buying their milk. And their competitors would fight and there would be a price gouge and, you know, whatever. Now, if Mayola and Kraft and everybody else got together and said, we're going to jack up the prices of our milk to, you know, 1980, 1990s value in today, they could do that. But there's laws against that. That's price gouging. Until one milk producer decides, you know, we're not going to do that. And we're going to keep making milk at 265 a gallon. And we're going to take all the business. We're going to corner the market because everybody else shot themselves in the fucking foot. They all wanted to be greedy. And we decided, nope, we're going to do it the old fashioned way. And guess who's lining up to buy our fucking product? And that's when all the people and everybody. That's, and that's when Mayola goes, no! <laughs> sweet baby Jesus. <laughs> Holy fuck, man. And the, the ladies and gentlemen, go to usinflationcalculator.com. When you have a question about why something costs something, put it in there in something that has been around for that long or whatever. Yeah. Like what were uh, what was the cost of the first iPhone? Seven hundred bucks. I think it still is. Or no, it might be like six hundred bucks or something like for the yeah. entry level. I remember the seven hundred dollars was what everybody was paying in two thousand seven. In two thousand seven, four ninety nine. Uh, they were, they was were the down four to gig. I remember seven hundred was the number I always saw, but okay. Uh, it was four, the four gig was at four ninety nine. The eight gig was at five ninety nine. Both okay. requiring a two year contract. Ah, uh, yes. 
So let's Those go back. Were not the days. No. <laughs> <laughs> So two oh seven five ninety nine calculate, and they're going for what about eight hundred bucks now? I don't. I haven't bothered shopping for a new iPhone. I've got mine that's shit, almost four years old now. Uh, I've had this thing. I think it'll be four years in June that I've had this thing. I replaced uh, the battery a year ago, and it's like a brand new phone. Tom, yeah. do you know? I think the twelve mini, which is this, which is basically a, an upgraded iPhone five. All right, I'm looking at it. Looking at it right now. That was like $599 or something. On iPhone or on Apple's website, the iPhone 12 is $829. 2007. No, that's for the iPhone 12. Okay. Current bird, latest and greatest. But I guess probably for the smallest hard drive, right? Uh, 4 gig or 32 gig or whatever they start at. No, they're, I think they're at 64. 64. Now. 64? Yeah. Okay. It's the 64. The 128, <laughs> it doesn't actually tell you. It just says 64. I, I can remember one having a 16 gig iPhone. I was like, how am I ever going to fill all of this? <laughs> now you can fill it with <laughs> one file. <laughs> um, so, okay. The iPhone 12, 829. The original one back in 2007, 599. Inflation calculator from 07 with 599 puts it at 751.79. So it is slightly higher, not too much, yeah. by about what, 70, 80 bucks. You've got more content now than you had then. Way more so, content. Okay, yeah. But the value that means is it's exactly the same as what Steve Jobs and their team decided that it was worth back in 2007 when it was a brand new ago, yeah. item that had never been sold ago, before. Yeah. It was a whole new thing. It's like, folks, we've invented, you know, the blank, the Blackberry had been around, but the yes. idea of the smartphone as a mainstream thing that everybody wanted and everybody could theoretically have, if you had $600 to spend on a cell phone. Yeah, I think my Storm, I had a Blackberry Storm, which was technically the first widely available uh, uh, smartphone. Yeah. Technically. I, think, I didn't, I didn't get in. I think I didn't even get into the smartphone game. I would say until 2010. Yeah. Yeah. I was on, I think I had flip phones through most of college. I think I had a, I originally I had my Nokia brick then I upgraded yes. to a, the contract ran out on that. I had a, a Samsung flip phone. And then I think after that, I replaced that with a Motorola razor. And that was around the same time the iPhone came out. I remember yeah, your razor. razor. Was like 200 bucks. I remember <laughs> your razor. razor. Was, yeah. The razor <laughs> was like, I still have that razor and it still works. I just need to get a new battery for it. Yeah, but it's and analog. I probably need to find a new SIM card for it because it's the old school, huge SIM card as opposed to yes. like whatever the fuck AT&T is using today. Well, that and was analog. I don't think it has like 900 megahertz anything anymore. I don't know. I'd have to look it up. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't think you can even hook it up to a network now. Right. Yeah. GSM is like, fuck you. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know if it had 3G. I think it was Edge. I think it might have been. It might have had 3G, yeah. but maybe. Edge. And it was like, mm. Yeah, I know it had Edge. I, just, I think it was, I, I had mine. I never had bothered to hook it up to a data plan. So yeah. it was like t- text messaging and calls. That was it. Yeah. Yep. It was like it was using my phone as a phone, and that was it. Oh, Nowadays, you're like, holy shit, a phone Come. is like your goddamn little black book and everything else. And I'm looking at this going, how the fuck did we get along without all this? Oh, yeah, we carried around a bunch of shit. God yeah. damn it. <laughs> calm, calm down, boomer. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to show 14. Yes, we've put 14 of these crazy ass motherfucking shits together. And we will continue 
on in uh, for XV, to, you know, next week and blah, blah, blah. Until, and, I don't know, until, you know, the, the powers that be knock down one of our doors and drag us off to the fucking gulag or Google, or Google <laughs> decides to shut us the fuck down somehow. Or Verizon just says, you know what, we're going to turn off the internet. Like yeah. the entire internet. All of it. Click. Yep. So thank you all for listening. If you all want to join in next time, make sure you call the number 833-441-2220. You can even call it while we're off air and you can leave a voicemail if you'd like. Uh, You can better way is to call it while we're on the show and then you can hang out with us on the show and be a stoop kid or a shit lord and not a lab attendant. Uh, Don't forget to, if you're listening to this on your favorite podcasting platform, you can go to 7600thesquawk.com. That's 7600thesquawk.com. And you can watch us like our mugs up here on webcams and other cams and things. Yes, it is. It's very. Uh, I think that's pretty much it. Anybody want to say anything? <laughs> Stick around, folks. As crazy as shit's getting, I don't think we've even felt the tip of its dick. No. No, this shit's going balls deep and it's drenched in Tabasco. <laughs> Jesus <Damn>. Christ. <laughs> Holy shit. Shame, 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 shame on you. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for watching. I am Ron. I'm Drew. I'm Tom. And we will see you all next week. Peace out, scouts. Peace out.